was the the grandmother in this? Um, was she like? Where where is she from? <laughs> she looks familiar, right? Is that what well, you're saying? I mean, like, where, what nationality oh, is she supposed to I be? I think she's German. Um, okay, that's what I was thinking, but yeah. I I don't know and this, that language. It posits a world in which Adam Scott, I guess, is also German. I guess um, so. That's yeah. what I was confused by, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into yeah. that a little bit later, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, well, um, yeah, should we just uh, go ahead and, and jump into it? I guess so, man. I think we're doing it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And? <laughs> I'm going to be honest we did it backwards. You. I'm not drunk at all, but I was like going through and I had that little, one of those moments where I was like, do I say my name first or did I say the title first? Or did I say my title first? Uh, the show title. And then my no. name. Uh, no. <laughs> and, it, and I was wrong. I did it. I did the, the title first. You did so. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Because uh, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, today's show topic is Krampus from 2015. Yes. Uh, I had never seen it before. I had heard about it. Uh, but uh, this is my first time watching it. And as I pulled it up on iTunes, we just rented it on iTunes last night. Yeah. Um, I saw that there are at least five different Krampus movies oh, really? out there. <laughs> like Some of them are sequels. Um, there's There are like two different ones named Krampus, oh, yeah? just regular like Krampus. Um but it's it's definitely the one from 2015 with Adam Scott in it. Is there so. uh, a claymation version? Because I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that would be fun yeah. if it was done in the same style as like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer exactly, and all that yeah, shit. I would love that. Yeah, but it's like all dark and everybody's <laughs> getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but first, before we jump into all of that stuff, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. And Stephen, if they want to send us an email, where can they send it? Yeah, so uh, send us your questions, show, show topic ideas, and menus to Let's Talk About Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. I'm still looking forward to those menus. Yeah, we haven't received a single one, but I really like this joke that's just really hitting the audience hard. <laughs> <laughs> they love it, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, it's Obviously. lighting up Twitter. Um, <laughs> and uh, and speaking of Twitter, we had a poll uh, earlier this week uh, where we'll uh, read the results of it a little bit later. Yeah. But um, I put a poll out on our uh, Twitter that uh, asked how you feel about Christmas. Uh, is it great? Is it okay? Or is it terrible? The results won't be shocking <laughs> to you, but uh, <laughs> we'll get into that oh, in just a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, uh, as for the shout-outs, uh, we just have one this week, and that's going to go to Sarah Brindley. Yes. Um, and, Stephen, I think you said you know her? I do. Um, so okay. she is uh, Amanda's brother, Josh. Uh, it is his girlfriend, and she's awesome. Uh, we actually went to a, a show of her. She does, uh, she's a singer, and she does cabaret shows. So they do these okay. like kind of like jazzy... Um, like classics and stuff, and then some, some newer stuff sometimes. But they did a, a Christmas one this weekend, so we got to go to that last night and hang out with them. So that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, she's a listener of the show. Uh, so hi, Sarah. And uh, thanks for all of the shout-outs and the suggestions and everything lately. Yes, and she's got a couple of things um, that we'll discuss a little bit later yeah. in the mini topics. Um, so, yes, yeah, thank you for sending us those uh, questions and uh, and uh, for potentially voting on the Christmas thing. Ooh, yeah. I don't know who voted. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to tell. I think it's purposely kept anonymous. But uh, It's kind of like yeah. the American election. I don't know who voted for what or who or what's <laughs> happening. 
ballots. I don't know. They all got erased. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the what are you drinking portion of the show. And Stephen, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. My liver is still drying out from last <laughs> week. So uh, I don't have any alcoholic beverages. I've just got a wild cherry Pepsi and a water hey, over here. So that's OK. Uh, <laughs> I almost uh, did not survive that last episode. Well, I, I found it to be, after listening to it, uh, my favorite episode far, so far. So uh, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, and uh, we had a great conversation. So uh, Did we? I th- <laughs> if you listen back, yeah, if you listen back, you probably don't okay. remember it, but you were there. Not, you were there. Not much of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, today I am drinking, I'm not actually sure what this is called, because uh, there's so many words on it, uh, I'll explain. Uh, it says Anchor Brewing um, 2017. I don't know where that's from, but I liked the logo. It's just like a classic Christmas kind of logo. It has like a kind of an old, okay. style, old style like Christmas tree looking on it. But it just says Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. So I don't know if it's if that's what it is. It's the Merry if Christmas. that's the full name of yeah. it. Or if they're just saying that, and it's the 2017. But uh, it's a Christmas thing, so I'm going to drink it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. It's a little heavy for me. I might get used to it. We'll see. It's not my favorite so far. Yeah. And does it have a an eggnog bite to it? It doesn't. <laughs> when I smelled it, I got. I honestly, I <clears throat> a lot of that sounds pretentious sometimes, but I, I understand that people do get notes of that. We've talked about that before, chocolate mm-hmm. coffee, that type of stuff. It smelled like bread to me, like that yeasty flavor, and I like bread a lot, so I was like, oh, this could be great. Yeah. And then I took a swig, and I was like, oh, not quite bread. Not not, not <laughs> anything that I like a whole lot. That's okay. <laughs> does, it, does it have pine needles floating in it oh, at least? Oh, you bet. Um, all oh. the pine needles are floating around. I got some, <laughs> I got some berries, got some pine needles. <laughs> Yeah, getting a lot of pine needles. Now that you say that, definitely getting that. <laughs> but it's not real. It's just like one of those fake ones you had to hang on the tree. It's just like stuck in there. Oh like yeah. A, uh, and then you just pull it out, and it's all wet. And you can put it on the tree that way. So. Yeah. 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 Basically. <laughs> Sounds delicious. A ringing endorsement from Let's Talk About Stuff. The thing is, uh, I still don't know the name of the beer. So who knows what I'm saying about anything? You know, they can't get me on anything. You know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll put a picture of it up on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So if yes. you want to check it out, you can uh, do so and then try to go buy it somewhere and say, I don't know what this is called, but, here you go. Uh, but here's a picture <laughs> of it. Point me in the direction of this tree-flavored beer. <laughs> We're good about giving those pictures out just so people can go find the random beers that we find. This is good. Yes. Especially yeah. for tree beers. <laughs> tree beers. <laughs> Wasn't he in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Tree beers? Yes. I love it. <laughs> so let's move on to the mini topics. And the first one is uh, potentially the most important topic that we'll discuss today. Absolutely. Uh, for me, anyway, uh, the Avengers Infinity War trailer dropped. And by dropped, I mean uh, destroyed the Internet. Oh, my God. Yeah. This week. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the numbers right now, but mm-hmm. um, like that first day, it it like was the most watched trailer of all time in the first 24 hours. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Right? Like, that was insane. And, it like, it was the next one uh, mm-hmm. for the most watched trailer, which is cool. Uh, but a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff you'd imagine was on there, a lot of Star Wars stuff, a lot of Marvel stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. holy shit, that was incredible. It was. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and I rewatched the trailer just before we started recording today. Oh, yeah. And um, so I've seen it maybe like three times or so. I know a lot of people have watched it dozens and dozens of times and want to go back and study it, but um, 
I'm, I'm fine up to this point, you know. Uh, I might see it on the big screen when I go see Star Wars, uh, if they oh, show yeah. it. Oh, they better, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but otherwise, I really liked it. It got me excited. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I kind of just have vague ideas of what the, the story is. I know uh-huh. Th- Thanos finally shows up. and he <laughs> I saw a meme earlier this week <laughs> after the trailer came out where somebody put his head on uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the body of one of the guys on Pawn Stars. I think his oh, name yeah. is Rick. Because uh, he's, he's just got, like, a fat-looking head. <laughs> yeah, there are tons of memes about it, like, Homer Simpson and stuff. Oh, with, yeah. Like, his weird, like, beard yeah. thrown in facial <laughs> feature, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm I'm amped for it. Uh, super, yeah. super pumped for it. It's been a long time coming. We saw Thanos oh, yeah. uh, at the tail end of Avengers back in 2012, and we're finally going to get to see him show up and actually do stuff yeah. uh, in, uh, in 2018. So, what does that mean to you? Because I still, uh, I feel like I'm probably more uh, um, more knowledgeable than the general population about mm-hmm. uh, Marvel and comic books and Thanos and stuff just from yeah. watching those. Like I pay more attention, but I still don't know a lot about him. So how excited mm-hmm. should I be for him as a villain? Um, well, it's it's hard to say because I okay. know, like I, I'm excited just from knowing him from the comics, yeah. but I recognize there's a problem in a lot of the Marvel movies where the villains can be uncompelling yeah. you know um but i mean they've been building him up and building him up for such a long time and he's mm-hmm. been in you know the in credits of avengers movies and the he was uh, showed up in the first guardians movie as well mm-hmm. as just like a cameo so hopefully they've developed his character enough to where it's a um when he does show up it's it's menacing and yeah. uh, and it's uh, compelling to watch but yeah, I don't know. Uh, having every Marvel hero ever in the same movie—that's um, that's pretty awesome to me. I mean, yeah. I've, I would already have bought a ticket if it were possible. Like if they had a uh, link yeah. after the trailer, <laughs> you'd be like, "Click, got yeah. it." Uh, <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, I thought the trailer was great. Um, the only thing I would say that I was iffy about was mostly Thanos's CGI. Um, that it looked good, but not great. But, Mm -hmm. um, I saw someone quickly online, um, show the first trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a scene with Star-Lord in particular, and the next trailer, the effects got, like, twice as good. And then by the final movie, they were, like, four times as good as that first trailer. Like, they had, like, so much more going on with, like, dust particulates and... Uh, other effects to make it like sell the sell the effect and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna take that. I think it's still early. You know, they're still working on effects, and uh, they'll get better. Um, but uh, that was my only real gripe about it. Other than that, I mean, it was a, a spectacle. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Um, my favorite part that I, I showed Amanda the trailer. You know, I made her sit down and watch it, and she was pumped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I she like had she was doing a puzzle, and she looked down when the I think the, the trailer credits popped up, and I was like, no, 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 no. Here's the best part. Whenever yeah. it shows Thor turn around and it's Star Lord and the Guardians, I was like, "Holy shit!" And she mm. she got pumped for that too because she oh, likes really? him. Yeah, so uh, so even she's pumped. Uh, I wanted to bring up uh, Danny, my brother. Uh, he and I were texting after he saw it a few times, and we were both talking about versus like the Justice League that you feel like this was actually built up. You know, like we're actually we have a reason to care about this movie mm-hmm. and these this character. Uh, coming and finally with Thanos and, and them all getting together. But, like, the Justice League movie didn't feel like there was any weight behind it, basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with that. And uh, so he was like, 
he said that he went and watched the Justice League trailer again after this trailer. Yeah. And then, um, so I put it on to show Amanda the difference, and we're watching <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to skip through to some of the action. And she was she just like turned around and was like, why are we watching this? And I was like, good point. And we just turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to throw it out there. If anybody's uh, thinking about watching the Justice League trailer after watching this trailer, don't. Uh, if any, <laughs> Even if the Justice League movie is good, the trailers are wildly different. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm much more excited about this, obviously, than, than I would be for that. So. Yes. Um, and the Justice League movie is not good. Uh, like I said, it's fun, but it's not mm-hmm. good. Um, after I'm, I'm so glad that this trailer was released after Justice League because I don't think I would have gone to see the movie. <laughs> you know? You're like, well, I don't need to. Like, everything yeah, I get yeah, over it's here. Just, so. Yeah, no, I'll just wait. I'll just wait till May. That's fine. Um, in the uh, in the Infinity War trailer, it's been noted that uh, we don't see Hawkeye, we don't see Ant oh, Man yeah. or the Wasp, uh-huh. um, but otherwise, pretty much every other yeah. uh, MCU uh, hero that you've seen up to this point is in there. So you've got um, all the Avengers, you've got Doctor Strange, uh, Black Panther, Spider Man, um, and uh, yeah, Thor and the Guardians. Oh. Can we talk about Spider Man's suit? Yes, that thing looked amazing. <laughs> but um, bump. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh, spoilers for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, Thor Ragnarok. But uh, this trailer kind of spoils the the end of Thor and then potentially something for for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, where we see the new suit that Tony Stark has built for Spider-Man. He declines it. And uh, he just sticks with uh, what he has. But uh, evidently, he needs something more because he's fighting uh, a mad titan from outer space. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think it looks pretty cool in, in motion yeah. and everything. So, Yeah, no. Uh, oh, I like and then... Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, with, uh, with Thor, uh, whenever we see him with the Guardians, he's got his oh, eye yes. patch because he lost his eye. And I saw something online, an article about uh, the original... Uh, trailer that was shown at San Diego Comic Con mm. this year, and <clears throat> you know they didn't release any of that footage, um, which is fine. I wanted them to wait till they got some of the effects taken care of and whatnot. Yeah. But evidently, the difference between those two trailers, uh, well, there were a number of them, but one of them was when trailer says, "Who the hell are you guys?" He has both of his eyes, so I don't know if his eye patch in this is CGI'd in, or they reshot it, or he just like held it in his hand while he did that take and then he did another one by putting it up there. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, can someone hold on to this for me? And they're like, no, 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 just do a quick one. And you just slap it back up. <laughs> one for the trailer and go. Yeah, I had heard, uh, I read some articles about that and it, it um, Slash Film has been pissing me off a little bit because they've been doing a lot more of like speculative things or like like non-news, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's one of the one of the ones they did right before this trailer dropped, like the day or two before. They were like, "Oh, there was this footage from Comic Con, and he did he didn't he had both his eyes, and so now we don't know. Like, why would they retcon that? Why would they just show us that?" And I was like, "Well, clearly they just did that to hide." Because he, but nobody knew that until Thor Ragnarok came out. Yeah, and they'll probably fix that. And then they did, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, that's all that was." <laughs> yeah. I read a whole fucking article for no reason. Yeah, uh, I know. So yeah, I didn't. I wasn't really worried about that. I mean, at the end of Ragnarok, you, I mean, it's not like an assumption that he's going to keep that. Obviously, he doesn't have a fucking eye anymore. Right. You know, and and so uh, I just think, yeah, it was like they showed what they showed because nobody had seen the movie uh, mm-hmm. yet to see that change, but. Uh, but yeah, I well, liked I like that addition. I think that's cool. So yeah, and as we know from previous Marvel trailers, they'll sometimes just put in 
things in a trailer yeah. that don't show up in movies. So, um, I mean, we see the the Hulk uh, running in the background behind mm-hmm. Captain America, Black Panther, you know, a bunch of other heroes, Black Widow. Um, he may not even be in that scene. Uh, yeah. Some of those characters may not be in there. There may be alternate characters that show up in that scene. We don't know. That scene itself may not be in the movie at all. So, Well, uh, if the uh, next thing we discuss happens, uh, I would love for them just to go at the CGI and some Wolverine. Uh, or whatever into that scene. They can take Hulk and put him somewhere else and then uh, get some X-Men fighting in there, whatever. <laughs> if there was a, if this was a secret backdoor reboot of all, or like not reboot, but like introduction of the X-Men universe into the Marvel universe, Infinity War like brings it all together, I'd be like, I'm down. Everybody's down oh. for that. Oh my God. That'd be amazing, right? <sighs> like if they realize like when Thanos comes through, it causes a rift in the dimensions and like they're like, oh, the X-Men dimension merged with the... Avengers dimension, and now we have both. I'd be like, okay, I'll go with it. You know, at <laughs> well, this point, on, on one of the the gems that he's stealing um, is the reality gem um, that will go. eventually end up on his uh, Infinity Gauntlet, and um, he can just be like, oh yeah, and also there are X Men here, so I'm just gonna put them back where they're supposed to be, <laughs> and also kill them. That'd be amazing yeah, if he brought them. He's like, I'm gonna put these guys here, and they're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then he just mows them all down. I'm down for this movie. And then he's like, uh, and also mm, Fantastic Four, I guess. And he does the same thing. (laughs) He's like, and then he looks at the camera for Brent. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yes. (laughs) And then he's like, and also Batman. (laughs) Just kidding. No, that's amazing. Um, But yes, yeah, that is a a good springboard for the next topic, which is apparently the talks between Disney and Fox are back on and moving fast. At least that's the the rumor and yeah. and, uh, and Holly weird. So <laughs> um, evidently, it's something that they are discussing to to where Disney can buy Fox's um, IP on their their TV and, and movie uh, franchises or, or whatever properties. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's something that they're not really addressing at this moment. And hopefully, it will go through and they will release a statement afterward. But otherwise, yeah. it's not really any any word as to what's happening. That was that was earlier this past week yeah. on like Monday or Tuesday. So yeah, it's just cool that I mean, so. we had talked we had talked about it, but it's you know back in I guess the talks are back or whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. at the time that we discussed it before, it was like oh well that was a potential, but that's over. And uh, now it's like no, they're back on. So now it's like okay, maybe this will actually happen. It's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, and there were some other um, movie studios that were talking to Fox about potentially buying those properties as well. I think uh, yeah. Comcast and Sony were both uh, potentially talking about it as well. But um, for me, selfishly, I want <laughs> yeah. to go to uh, to Disney if anyone, because um, then I can have all of my uh, Marvel characters together, and that's really what life is based on. That's <laughs> why you keep going. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because on one hand, like, I don't want corporations to own, like, everything. But on right. the other, it's like, if we if we get this awesome mashup, then maybe. Right. <laughs> just, yeah, no. Disney, can you just be a benevolent dictator whenever you take everything over? <laughs> is, that, is that cool? And we'll all just get our movies and we'll be fine. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, just be nice about it. We'll just, we'll just let it we'll happen. We'll go with but, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, staying on the Marvel uh, tip of the spear here, yeah. um, Sarah, who we mentioned earlier, um, had sent us a question on Twitter about uh, if we had watched uh, Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. Um, have you seen any of that? 
I haven't. I've been, I've seen a lot of trailers and stuff for it, but yeah, okay. I haven't, haven't caught the show. I was curious if you had, you know, had seen it or were curious to though. Yes. Uh, so uh, Hulu dropped the first three episodes um, a couple of Tuesdays ago, and then they're going to release them um, every Tuesday thereafter. So th- there are currently four episodes available, and uh, Brandy and I watched all four of them. And I think the show is great so far. Cool. Awesome. Um, uh, a lot better than uh, I was expecting it to be, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, you know, I, I kind of know what to expect from the, the ABC shows like yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter uh, <coughs> in humans. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's kind of a separate tone for the Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah. Um, and this is the first Marvel Hulu show. And, um, I was I was really impressed. Um, it's uh, executive produced by um, I want to say Ben Schwartz. Is that who did oh. the OC? Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. So yeah, he's he's on it, um, and I loved the OC when it was airing. Yeah. Uh, I hear it's not so great upon rewatch. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> we did that last year. <laughs> right, Brandy did too, um, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really like it so far, and I'll be honest with you, uh, all I need to tell you is there's a dinosaur uh, oh, yeah, as a character right. on the show. That's, yeah, so you're pumped for it, yeah. 11 out of 10. <laughs> 11 out of 10. Um, yeah, uh, I hadn't seen it, but you had told me about that comic a long time ago, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember the cover of like the first book, whatever, like I remembered, I remembered whenever the, they did the trailer and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, those, those kids look exactly like off that book, like straight out of the, out of the pages. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, how, how was casting and stuff? You like all the kids? Yeah. Um, they made uh, a change to one of the characters, Molly Hayes, to where they aged her up. Um, okay. She was the youngest member. Um, I think all of the, the kids were between uh, like 18 and 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was younger at maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they aged her up. But it, it kind of works for the show because it helps her be included on um, some of the situations yeah. that, that are going on. She's still a little bit younger, but not nearly as okay. young. Um, but, uh, but yeah, otherwise it's, it's, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, um, cool. oh, they, they changed her race too as well, but mm-hmm. that's not a big deal at all. Yeah. Um, the, the, the main difference that I see on the, between the, the comics and the show is, uh, in the comics, um, I mean, I guess spoilers for Runaways. Uh, this is kind of the premise of the the comic and the show, though. Mm-hmm. Is uh, these these kids find out that their parents are evil, and then they go on the run from them. They're, they're trying to flee uh, from them. Um, the in, in the show, the kids find out their parents are evil, but they're still kind of sticking around there because it's a TV show, and <laughs> you yeah. don't want to have to go to all these different. Locations, I guess. I don't know. Um, the, the, the pacing's a little bit different, but it's uh, it's not anything where I feel like it's dragging on and on. Yeah. Um, it's still uh, entertaining to me, even though they, they haven't really got there. But you can tell they're kind of building up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's a, a dinosaur in it. I don't know how you could go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the parents play a lot bigger role in this than in the, the comics. On the, the comics, it's mainly... Uh, focused on the kids mm-hmm. um, on the show they really develop the parents and some of the parents I think are uh, super interesting um, so they they really did a lot to yeah. develop them into their own individual characters and everybody on the show seems to have their own separate motivations 
Mm-hmm. Um, even if the it's a mother father, sometimes the the mother will have her own thing going on. The father will have his, and it's interesting to see how those parents interact with their kids, and then their group of kids, and then the other parents, and all that stuff. So a lot of dynamics going on. Yeah. Also, there's a dinosaur in this show. <laughs> Uh, I hadn't heard that yet. That's cool. That yeah, sounds really nice. I heard a guy in a podcast mention it. <laughs> um, so I, did, I, I didn't quite catch this as you said it, and I was on board with everything you said, where I was like, oh, well, you know, locations or whatever. But are you telling me that the show Runaways doesn't have any kids that run away? Uh, not yet. <laughs> okay. Not yet. They, they're, they're, they're getting there. It's called um, stick-arounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were kind of unsure what kind of evil evil stuff their parents were doing, so they're, it at this point, out. trying to, yeah, yeah, trying to figure out what exactly is going on, okay. and, and, and the kids, uh, they used to be friends when they were younger, now they're kind of slowly trying to come back together, but there's trust issues, they, they're part of different cliques and everything, so yeah. um, they're kind of filling each other out as well okay. as trying to figure out what's going on. So uh, it's definitely recommended if yeah, right uh, any of our listeners are curious, I'd say check it out. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I had wondered what you thought about it, and I don't remember really talking to you about it yet. So um, thank you, Sarah, for suggesting that. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. And uh, also by Sarah, she had recommended a uh, topic of for Christmas, what our traditions are and when does the season start for us. So, Brent, uh, your traditions are nothing, and it starts never. Is that, <laughs> is that about accurate? <laughs> for, for my personal traditions, yes. Uh, I, I start getting grumpy uh, at 11.59 on Halloween, and uh, I just carry that forward uh, through through uh, December 26th. Yeah. Um, I'm just so mad at Boxing Day, Canada. <laughs> I love Boxing Day because I get it off work. Oh, uh, do you really? I do. Yeah, randomly. We, oh my god! Do you not get Boxing Day off? I would thought. I thought it was like a no. financial institution thing. That's why. So no, no, just Christmas. Oh man, that's upsetting. I'm very sorry. I said that now. No, I don't get Boxing Day off either. So fuck you, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> or thanks or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> now, now for our traditions, the traditions of my household, uh, which includes my yeah. wife. Um, she likes to get a an actual live tree every year. We don't oh, okay. have a, a fake tree that we put up, um, which is so much fun for me. Um, <laughs> but to to <laughs> to her credit, uh, the last uh, couple of years we've gotten smaller trees mm. uh, just for um, especially for this last year because we were saving money to build a house. So we got a little oh, yeah. like it was like maybe two feet tall uh, tree. <laughs> uh, we called him Kevin. Um, like from Home Alone, <laughs> and we put him up on a table in the corner of our living room, and uh, he he was a little tree, but he would he still kept falling over in the stand that came oh, with yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and yes, we refer to our trees as hymns or hers. So, <laughs> do you name it every year? Uh, or was it just because it was small? We, we we did this last year, uh, um, and we'll probably carry that forward. That's um, and we actually have a, a tree in our front yard currently uh, oh, that's yeah. called. G- it's called Gizmo. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we that, refer to it. That plant, whatever the was the Slim Shady. That yes, plant yeah. In your garage. <laughs> yeah, just growing in a garage, no sunlight, no water, no food. I don't know what it's doing, but yeah, that's it's so weird. It's like a twig. Uh, that's amazing. But um, but yeah, so we uh, uh, I don't remember what I was uh, what I was saying now. Uh, Something about traditions uh, and trees. Oh, you have to get it. Did you get a tree this year? Oh, not like yet. We're, we're doing that. We're doing that next. Next weekend, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll have one. We're hosting Christmas at our house this year, oh, nice. so so yeah, nice. I mean, uh, 
It's nice for your new house. That's what I was saying. It was like, it's <laughs> nice because you guys can host it because you got this big new house and it's nice. Yes, yeah. Something not that Brandy had been looking forward to. Personally, like, you, sh- you should probably not go to the party, I assume, because you don't like I will it. not be here. Exactly. No, I won't be here. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's funny. I don't remember you guys having fresh trees. I don't, I don't remember really noticing, I guess, but um, mm-hmm. I grew up with fresh trees and I liked them. And um, I seem to recall, like, at one point, I don't know if it was just like we wanted to, my mom was sick of having to go do a, um, like get one and mess with all of it or whatever but uh, we got a fake tree and uh, it might have been because she started getting like allergic to it like the pine or whatever um, okay. I think uh, Amanda's mom also uh, we, they have a fake tree because of that but uh, we have a fake tree and uh, for me it's uh, Amanda asked me last night actually if, if I wanted a, a real tree and I was like oh man I used to love those but no that's <laughs> it's like a lot of work it is <laughs> like going to pick one out and then like watering it and like it they they release like it, the fake ones release a lot of needles too everywhere uh, when mm-hmm. you move them around but the real ones like actually you know start drying out and they'll like fall everywhere all the time so uh, yeah. i remember being like it, they smelled really nice and i liked the idea of it but it's such a hassle that i was like ah i just have a, a fake tree and ours is pre-lit so i mean that's really nice you're looking at me right now. I don't know if the, if the thing paused, if you're looking at me because you hate me, that I get no. the easy way out <laughs> with the Christmas no. tree. <laughs> I mean, I am jealous, but no, no. Okay. Uh, when you when you were um, talking, I remembered what it was I was saying. Um, oh, so cool. our, our little our little tree, Kevin, he kept falling over in his base. So we actually, last year, we took some uh, masking tape and we put it around his base <laughs> so he would not fall over. And we had to do that, I think, two different times to uh, to keep him standing upright. That's awesome. Because uh, it was just a, a little Charlie Brown tree that was barely hanging on for dear life. <laughs> and uh, he, he eventually made it through the holiday season. Nice. So um, he, he will be missed. That kind of makes me think I saw someone on, on Reddit, I think, the other day who uh, posted, is there a vacuuming? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Heard that immediately, did you? <laughs> it revved right up. Um, <laughs> um, but he, uh, someone posted the other day a, uh, a Stranger Things Christmas tree. And what they did was, I don't know how they built it or whatever, but like imagine like a board uh, kind of in the middle. And they did like a small like two-foot tree on the top. It was like a regular tree decorated. And then on the bottom, they did one that was like fully dead, hanging upside down directly opposite the other one. And, oh, wow. and then I think they put up like the, I think they, it was a kind of like a diorama, like in the corner looking type, type thing. And, uh, I think the side was like Will's, uh, house, like that wallpaper. And they had like the letters drawn, like the alphabet and the Christmas lights hung up for them. And on the yeah. other side, it had like something else or whatever, but, uh, it was really fun. Like a uh, cool little installation. Well, that's awesome. See that, that is unique. Yeah. That, I liked it. That it cool. I, I think is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not if, if anybody copied it now, like we usually do in the internet age. Everybody just sends that around Pinterest, and then a bunch of people have it. But for that one person that made that up, that is good job. Yes, very creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so as to when the season starts um, was the second part of her question. Yeah. Uh, when does it start for you? Um, so I, I still say it starts the day after Thanksgiving, I would say, or like okay. that night sometimes we'll, we get stuff out. Um, I actually don't remember from my childhood. I remember like decorating for Christmas, um, a bunch, but I don't remember like when, but Amanda's family was uh, big about the day after Christmas or day after uh, Thanksgiving. So that's, that's like what we do. Um, however, this year we did start watching some movies and stuff early. Cause I was just like, I can do what I want. Um, but for like decorating and all that stuff, like we generally stick to, uh, after Thanksgiving and then that rest of that month. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think that's when it starts for most people, I would guess. Yeah. Um, just because, yeah, Black Friday's 
later Thanksgiving Day, really, yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, for me, I guess it uh, starts uh, halfway through Christmas Day. Uh, I get into the Christmas spirit, and then uh, <laughs> it's time to go home. So You can't do that this time. You're hosting. You're already home. I know. Good luck. I, yeah, I don't know what time the, the party what time the party starts, but uh, whenever it is, it's too early. Yeah, but um, I will. Uh, I'll try to be well behaved. How for, big is this uh, event? Um, it's just uh, me and Brandy and maybe like seven other people. Okay, not too big. So yeah, yeah, her her side of the family, yeah. but yeah, not not anything too nuts, but yeah. <sighs> I'm done already. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of those other traditions. Um, we do a lot of, I don't know about traditions. Like we, we, we have all the, the usual stuff, the lights, the, the stockings, the Christmas tree. Uh, we definitely like to bake a lot. I make my mom's chocolate chip cookies. Um, we make peanut butter blossoms, which are like the peanut butter cookies with uh, Hershey Kiss in the middle. Oh, um, yeah. Have you ever had one of those? Those are delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I was wondering, but then I was like, it's better. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, hey, we're all on the same side. We're all friends here. Okay, okay. Um, and then uh, another cookie that my mom makes uh, is called a homesteader. Um, it's like a cinnamon cookie with, like, icing and stuff. Um, so, like, for me, like, that screams Christmas. It's the only thing I bake, like, uh, specifically around Christmas. I don't bake it any other time of the year. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward. I haven't made them this year, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we get together with Amanda's family usually the, um, now um, sometimes we, we meet up, um, different places, but generally we just stay in Houston, um, and, uh, kind of do Christmas with them. We'll go over and spend the night at Amanda's parents' house and, um, hang out with them. Um, in Houston, it's, it's different for me. I know it's, it might be ideal for you. Um, like last Christmas, it was like 70 degrees and oh. we had Christmas, like you can just go out by the pool and whatever, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, um, it's a different world. Like I remember whenever Amanda and I got married, we honeymooned in San Diego. Um, and, uh, we were like on a tour and the tour guide said something about in San Diego. He was like, my Christmas is like, we're out in my front yard. Um, like they're, they're like out doing a fire pit and like rotating a pig with like the apple in its mouth or anything like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like what his family tradition is. And he was like, I don't want it to be cold. I like palm trees and whatever. And like, um, kind of, it's like that here. I, I miss like the cold and everything for that. But, uh, but yeah. It's, it's not much colder here. Uh, yesterday it was like 72 degrees yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the beginning of December. So, <laughs> well, as, uh, David Ketchner you know. says in Krampus, global warming my ass. Um, so did we answer that yeah I think we pretty much answered that yeah yeah I think so Um, and then uh, keeping on Christmas let's move down to part (laughs) part two of uh, Christmas why Stephen loves it why Brent hates it yes Um, and this will be an ongoing feature throughout this month I'm sure so <clears throat> for my next, <laughs> for my next one here, um, is the Merry Christmas slash Happy Holiday controversy. Mm. Uh, I don't know why this is a controversy. Yeah. Um, but people get super offended about it, but uh, not in the way that I traditionally hear people get offended about it. Yeah. Um, I've never heard somebody get mad at somebody else 
because they were told Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. Uh-huh. However, <laughs> living here in Oklahoma, I do hear people, uh, because I, I work with the public, like I said, I'm a duck banker, and if I tell the, if I tell the wrong duck uh, Happy Holidays, they will oftentimes correct me and say, no, Merry Christmas. I'm like, okay, okay, sir. <laughs> what, whatever you want. Just, just trying to wish you well. I want that to be the exact uh, conversation that happens with these men. Oh, okay, sir. Whatever you want. No. <laughs> Please just go. Please just go. Um, and then uh, a couple of years ago, there was uh, the guy who went viral on uh, on YouTube or maybe Twitter or whatever uh, by posting a video of how he outsmarted Starbucks by telling him his name was Merry Christmas. And he's like, <laughs> I got you, Starbucks. It's like, guys, who cares? Uh, that's pretty, I'm uh, sure. wow, you had a lot of time in your hands, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. I don't get it. No, I'm with you on that one. Um, it's really annoying. Um, sometimes I think this kind of as a, a broader idea that outside of this podcast, you and I should maybe discuss sometime that I... Uh, I'm curious what people think, like when they have their views and a lot of political or religious or whatever things, mm-hmm. I feel like we're so into our own minds and like over the years we've built up ideas of what we think the world should be or whatever that I don't know if we step back all the time and think about what we really want the world to be like in, in my head with my views, how would people react and how would people act around each other? And uh, so I think that's a, a cool conversation to have. Um, but on that note, to me, like in my perfect world, um, we don't have such, um, we don't even notice really, not like race, but we, we embrace cultures and bring them together and like, um, would be overly welcoming of other people's religions or, or beliefs. And so saying mm-hmm. happy holidays to me sounds like the perfect thing where it's like, for one, like Christmas is not the only holiday this season. Like if you can count the right. whole season, like. There's, like, Jewish holidays, there's Kwanzaa, and there's all these other things, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's New Year's right after. Yeah, like, even that one. Even if you just do those two alone, whatever, which I Mm -hmm. would greatly say is a secular holiday. Like, there's nothing about New Year's that's, you know, religious or anything like that. We all get drunk on it, Uh, which I guess is religious. (laughs) I don't know. Drinking wine in the church. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I just think it's kind of weird. Like, in my perfect world, like, it, it would be, like... You can say whatever, and it wouldn't offend anybody. Uh, I know that's yeah. that's far fetched, I guess, but it's like I don't. I, I agree with you. I don't know why people would get offended by that, and and why they can't accept it the other way. And like most people are just like whatever. Like that person said whatever they wanted to say because that's how they feel, and that's fine. I'm gonna move on now. Yeah. Like why do I care? Yeah. So. Yeah, I I totally agree. It's kind of like people getting pissed off at you when you say "Have a good day," and then they're like, "It's nighttime. Have a good night. <laughs> Have a good night." And then you just want to kick them in the nuts. Yeah. Female or male. That's all you want to do. <laughs> Let them grow some if they don't have them. And then, <laughs> and then I'll just kick them right in there. Kick right off their body. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what else you got? I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll do one more here of my uh, list, my growing list here. Um, my, my, okay. So I don't have kids. You don't have kids. Um, but my thought is um, Santa Claus uh, as a as a character should be used better as a tool to keep children in line. So I don't I don't care if it's June. Uh, if the kids are acting up, hey, uh, guess what? Got my smartphone on my body. I'm gonna go ahead give Santa a quick Dude, status update. I like this. There could be a Santa app. <laughs> yes. My yeah. brother-in-law Josh, he's a you know computer programmer. We can make this happen. We could have a Santa app what? throughout the year. You could show your kids and be like, your points went down. Yep. You're, oh, you're man, that is a great idea. 
right? Oh, man. Jo- Josh, Steven, let's, let's make this, this happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make so Santa. much $15. It's going to be amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's a good idea. A good way to keep the, the kids in line. Yeah. And, um, uh, I like I, that you're, you're just saying I, I the parents aren't using that as a threat enough. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would do. That is literally what I would do. Like, like if my dogs could understand the concept of Santa Claus, I would use that against them. It's like, why are, why are you barking at 1130 at night? I will tell Santa Claus. I just imagined, a, uh, uh, I like that you posited a world. Where that happened, mm-hmm. because I I would like to be able to tell Savannah, Santa Claus isn't gonna be very happy with that, and she just goes okay, it just like goes in the <laughs> corner and lays down. <laughs> she, she's just very sorry, very sorry at that point. Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll I'll go with that because uh, there's a lot of unruly kids out there, and uh, I know that parents use that a lot, you know, closer to Christmas, even not just December, but like as it's getting closer, like it feels like November, October, maybe even. Uh, that they'll use that, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, parents, you you have a controlling influence on your children. <laughs> use yes, whatever means you have necessary. <laughs> Look, if your kids are going to be shits, they're obviously not going to listen to you, but they will listen to the magical man who will bring them presents yeah. once a year. So use it to your advantage. Oh, you know, I like, yeah. you, you've, you've got a whole year, like you said. You can you can see how many points you've got throughout the year. I think that's a great idea. I'm, I'm down and, with this idea with this app, man. I think this is going to be this is going to take off. We need to go on Shark Tank right now. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to take this idea. I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to mail it to us. And oh, yeah. uh, that way, we'll, if we need to go to court, yep. we can be like, Judge, here's this. Yep. Got Probably it. Probably won't stand up in court nowadays, but <laughs> whatever. Whatever it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I have one that I wanted to add, that uh, a Christmas love that I have, I guess. Okay. Um, so... I was thinking about this recently with my music that I like a lot um, uh, of all the Christmas music. I like a lot of sad songs, um, and I... (laughs) (laughs) I like a lot of sad songs. Honestly, that's the truth. Um, I embrace the holiday for being both happy and sad. Um, And I not only embrace it, I encourage it. Uh, I, I, for some reason, gravitate towards that. I like that... It can be at once a like a joyous thing um, with good memories and sad memories of like uh, as simple as like someone that you know you like a grandmother that used to make cookies or eggnog or whatever and isn't with us anymore or or whatever like you had a bad Christmas one time and you got drunk and your boyfriend broke up with you or whatever like whatever those things are mm-hmm. like I think they for some reason around Christmas it's like a time to reflect and I really like uh, acknowledging all of that and. There are like I'll get in different moods with my music where I'm like I'll get into a slow mood or I'm like a song that's kind of sad or will come on I'll be like yeah I'm into this right now uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason I don't, I don't know it's if it's just me um, obviously there's a lot of songs out there like that and people feel that way around the holidays that's why some people just don't even like the holidays um, it's sad to them mm-hmm. or whatever but I actually uh, actually really like it so um, I like a lot of the happiness too and all that obviously but uh, kind of want to throw a shout out to. Uh, the sad songs and the the memories and stuff that kind of go around the, the season as well. Okay, I can I can sign off on that. Cool. Um, I mean, a lot of the the happier songs that you hear on the radio for Christmas they sound sad to me, just because yeah. a lot of the people singing them are just 
they just sound like they're bummed out about having to do a Christmas <laughs> album. Um, so that's funny. So an actual like sad song, um, I could see that because yeah, people do get bummed out around the around the holidays. I I I, I feel and represent that. Well, I believe. So one of the songs I put on your playlist, um, you made me think of because. Uh, DMX released a version of Rudolph the Red Nose. Yes, yes, I fucking <laughs> heard, heard that this week. Oh my god, it's incredible. So I don't, I never listened to DMX, but did you listen to him, or did you just like it because it's like random, like this version or whatever? Uh, I, I listened to like some of his songs, like a lot of his like radio hits yeah. from back in the day or whatever. Um, <laughs> X go, X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Made a big resurgence with Deadpool. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's always Party Up. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean there's. I, I, I like some of the songs that okay. I've, I've heard. So what do you think of the, this one, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> it, was, it was definitely DMX doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It was yep. 300% yep. DMX oh, doing man, that yeah. song. Um, it was simply, what? Yeah, it had all the, like, <laughs> the DMX-isms It's like I didn't there. like it, but I was like, but I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't listen to it a whole lot, but I was like, I respect him just being DMX singing a Christmas song. Well, it's uh, it's funny because um, kind of like Halloween Spooks uh, is is so ridiculous yeah. that it, it makes me like it. I kind of like this version of that song just because it's so it's two things you would never yeah. like put together. You know, it's, it's it's so funny. Well, so I found that I, I don't know if he did it for Spotify or if it's elsewhere or whatever, but I found it through Spotify because that's what I use now. And um, they uh, why I brought it up is because they they had this like Christmas album that was like Spotify. Um, presents or something like that, like a Spotify sessions or whatever. And DMX was part of it, but it's an album with like Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato and like all these people right now, like a lot of people I didn't recognize, whatever. But mm-hmm. on their songs, like most of the other ones were like really generic covers of the, all the Christmas standards you've ever heard. And it's yeah. like DMX got this role and he was like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking do this. <laughs> but everybody else sounded like they hated it. Like you're talking yeah. about like, uh, like the sadness in their voices that they're like, this is where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess his, I, I guess I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But his was rad. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, <laughs> it was the only song out of that. There was like I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 songs on that playlist. It might have been more. I don't know, but I went through all of them, and it was the only one that I saved because uh, the rest of them just sounded like they were just dead inside. So yeah, uh, I like the songs that are about the sadness, not about uh, singers who are sad about their station in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny on that DMX song. I I heard it on. Uh, Kevin and Bean, uh, their podcast earlier this week, and <clears throat> I was brushing my teeth while listening to the podcast, and they uh, they mentioned that song. I said, oh, wow, I bet that song sounds crazy, and then they played a snippet of it, and I almost <laughs> choked to death because I was like, I could not believe what I was hearing. I was like, oh, my God, this might be the greatest thing of all time. I'm so it's, happy that you've heard that song. Oh, uh, I, absolutely, I yeah. think it's funny. Well, like when you mentioned Sia the other week, um, you were like, yeah. yeah, Sia has an album. I was like, yeah, checked it off, got it. Uh, not that yeah. I have it all, but I went through it. Um, yeah, so I, I try to check those things out a lot. And, uh, when I heard that one, I was like, that's going on Brent's list. Uh, <laughs> I don't, did I mention Sia? Yeah. You was that last week? Yeah. Last week you were it talking was, about Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't no. remember. <laughs> no. It was funny because uh, as we were sitting here talking about this, I was like, oh yeah, I should bring up Sia to Steven. Oh, and that's funny. If... That would well, have been hilarious. Okay. Asked and answered. I wish I wouldn't have mentioned it now. Um, <laughs> that could have been a great outtake. Um, no, uh, yeah, you mentioned her last week, and it, it kind of in passing, it was pretty quick, but uh, about, like, um, the Christmas music and people putting out albums, whatever, but mm-hmm. hers, I actually felt was, um, some of the songs felt inspired, like, she wanted, like, 
I think most artists, unless they are really outside, like they haven't been around in a couple years, and they're making a Christmas album as like a comeback or like just throwing out to fans, or whatever. That's one thing. But like, Sia's, you know, still really popular. So if if anybody like that puts out a whole album, I generally feel like there's more to it than just like studio pressure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or I hope at least. And and some of her songs sound better. Some of them weren't great, but. Uh, uh, other ones, what they just put out like a song here or there, like like this playlist with like DMX and Miley Cyrus and stuff. They put out like one or two songs on it. It's like, yeah, they were probably just doing it for a paycheck. And sometimes yeah. they're good, and most of the times they're bad. And um, I I generally like um, songs that have a little more oomph to them, a little difference. Um, take uh, again, like I have some versions of uh, like '80s Christmas songs or old Christmas songs that are played like in a slow way, like a modern way. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. even hipstery, you could say, on some of them. And uh, but I'm like, I really dig them because they took it and did it a different way, and it sounds a whole lot different than the first song. So yeah. uh, I can respect that. Uh, speaking of songs, since I'm already talking about it, uh, I will go ahead and put my Christmas playlist on Spotify out there. We'll tweet it out, and uh, I have it ready. Um, there are some songs that were on my computer alone. You can add those to Spotify and sync them. So uh, I think whenever anybody goes and looks at that on, in public, it's just it just doesn't show the ones that I have. So uh, unfortunately. Spotify does not have a version of everything that I had um, from different albums I've collected over the years, but they had a surprising number of them, which is great. Um, there were some in particular that I was really hoping would be on there that I wanted to show you, Brent, uh, that were on okay. Spotify. So um, I'll probably, uh, I'll definitely give you your playlist so you can go through it once and never listen to it again. But uh, <laughs> we might actually, actually, I might um, since we're gonna have people over here for Christmas, I might put it on our Apple TV oh, cool. and and let it run in the background. Cool. Well, I'll probably put um, – I've made two of mine public. I have my, my regular one that has a lot of random stuff um, on it, and then I have like a slower um, kind of background music that has like James Taylor and stuff on it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've already put those online so Amanda could grab them. So I'll, I'll link probably all of them, and I'll, I'll probably link yours as well so people can, can see what I suggested for Brent. <laughs> right. <laughs> my, my, my best friend, Brinch. Um, <laughs> But, uh, I'm, but so yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I still have, I'm adding more and I'm deleting some as I go through them. There's, there's some I'll put on there and I'll, I'll try to check them out and everything. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a, an, a growing list, but um, I hope everybody enjoys it. I A few times over the years, I've given CDs to people like at work and stuff where I'll, I'll do like 12 songs that people haven't heard of and try to try to get those out to people and be like, here, listen to this instead of the crap that's on the radio at all the stores and everything. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with you at that party, hopefully it'll give you something else to play that you won't scratch out your ears so much. Uh, and I would love to go to this party and all of a sudden DMX just comes on. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll put that on repeat. <laughs> it's playing over and over again. And people are like, we're trying to eat. It's kind of loud. And you just look over. Like, early oh, you st- keep eye contact with them and just turn it all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> X is, in fact, going to give it to you. <laughs> and Brandy's mom is like, why did he need to say that to me? <laughs> um so now is the time Uh, the time is now to to review the christmas poll results (laughs) from twitter uh and this is the first twitter poll i've ever done so it does in fact say we've got uh one day 12 hours left uh but for the purposes of the show we're we're just going to call it now um on uh december 3rd so uh the poll resort resorts the poll results (laughs) are as such um, and uh, the winner is Christmas is in fact great. Oh, uh, by seventy percent. Cool. Uh, second place uh, by mere twenty percent is Christmas is okay, and uh, Christmas is terrible. Ten percent, which I'm 
is only me. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, do you know uh, for a fact that's only you? I think that uh, yeah, because that's, that's the one I voted. We're at ten percent, and we've got ten votes. So, so that's what hey, we're we're looking at. Ten is pretty good, man. Hey, you know what? My voice mattered. Get out uh, and vote. <laughs> um, I expected you know like four, so that's really cool. No. I'm glad we got some more in there. That's good. <laughs> I forced my my wife to vote this morning, yeah. and she said, "Why? You know, I think Christmas is great." And I'm like, "Okay, well, there you go." So that's like not, that's the don't argument. Even have a chance. People want in the real vote. That's yeah. like you don't need to go vote. You people people know. I don't need to go do it. I I, I got it. And it's like no. You need to tell your wife to get out the vote. I mean, she voted well, for this, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, really, I, an argument could be made that uh, Christmas is terrible actually is the winner because, as in our most our previous election, presidential, oh, yeah. uh, the, the, the person who got the least amount of votes uh, actually won. Okay. So... I didn't realize that the electoral votes uh, in the Christmas election mm-hmm. were so widely skewed in the non-Christmas favor. But that's, I mean, that's my mistake as an American, so. Well, a lot of, uh, there were like a million fraudulent votes I had to take off there. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> I, I, it was a lot. It was a lot. A lot of people voting illegally. Why wouldn't they just uh, vote for the non-Christmas? Uh, Stephen, let's just move on. Okay. Christmas is terrible. Uh, scientific <laughs> we fact. We all know it. <laughs> we've, we've all discussed it. We've been there. We've already rocked around that Christmas tree. Oh, wow. I like that. That was good. Yeah. So shall we move on to the main topic? Yes. Let's we do shall. it. Let's talk about Krampus from 2015. Yeah. And uh, directed by Michael Doherty. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. That's how I say it. Uh, and, um, well, I'll, I'll let you go, go over his stuff, his credentials. Okay. So um, I would say uh, I've seen this film before. I bought it um, last year. And I bought it because um, it was like 10 or 15 bucks, but it's specifically because mm-hmm. of Michael Doherty. Um, he directed a movie called Trick or Treat, which is um, just an excellent Halloween movie. And we didn't do it this year, uh, partly mm-hmm. because I didn't think Brandy would be that into it. But now I'm thinking next year I'm just going to make her. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, okay. Uh, we'll get into Krampus in a little bit. Um, Krampus is not nearly as good as Trick or Treat. Uh, when I bought it last year and watched it, um, I was like, damn it, I just bought that. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked it, but I, didn't, I don't love it. And, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. So Michael Doherty, though, um, he, he's a friend of Brian Singer. Um, he's part of that crew. So he was a co-writer of X2 and of Superman Returns. Um, and Brian Singer produced Trick or Treat whenever he wrote that. That was like an original property he, uh, Michael Doherty made and then filmed. And, uh, so that's cool. He has a lot of good credentials. I mean, X2 is an amazing film still. Um, and, uh, Superman Returns, I don't think got the, uh, proper shrift that it should have. I actually like that movie a whole lot. It's been a lot of years since I've seen it, but I would love mm-hmm. to revisit it and talk about it on the podcast with you. Um, especially like in juxtaposition of the Superman we have today. And, uh, and all that. But, the uh, next snapping one? The what? <laughs> the next snapping one? Next snapping? Yeah, Superman. The, the current Superman. We're just snapping people's necks. Oh, ne- <laughs> I think you said next napping. And I was like, <laughs> well, he, he dies. It's not like he's going to sleep. <laughs> or did he? Or very, did he? Like, maybe he was just napping. He was very You've tired. Never, you haven't seen Justice League, I Steven. I have. Did you just spoil Justice League? Is he? Did they talk about his long nap? Is that why? <laughs> That's what it is. He, he he's actually in a napping contest, and uh, he he's on there, and and then he wakes up, and then they're like, 
Okay, I get he's back. So next snapping one, please. And they, <laughs> that common phrase people say. Yeah, um, yeah. I apologize. Uh, yes, the <laughs> next snapping one. Uh, yeah, a little different, but uh, I liked Super Mario Returns, and uh, I like Brian Singer overall um, for his movies and stuff. So uh, him kind of you know giving him uh, script writing abilities for these movies was really cool, and I think that speaks to to a lot of his abilities, but. Uh, he also is going to co-write and direct Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the next in that universe, which is cool. Um, I'm only excited about that. I mean, I like him a lot as a director, but I'm excited about that. Uh, and as much as I am anybody else, um, I can't remember his name right now, the guy that directed Kong Skull Island, who had only done like, oh, yeah. independent stuff before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's like they gave him a big property, and he did amazing with it. So uh, same kind of thing with this. It's like way bigger than anything else he's ever done, but I, I think he'll, he'll do well at it, so... That's pretty cool, but uh, uh, you want to go through the starring people? Sure, yeah. Cool? yeah. Um, so it stars Adam Scott as Tom, the dad. Okay, let me let me stop you here. So Excellent. when when you were talking about wanting to watch Krampus, I was like, oh, that's a horror movie, and I think Adam Scott was in it. Yeah. So is it a horror movie or is it a comedy? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was excited to, to watch this just to see which way it went. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, Adam Scott is definitely in this, uh, he's, it's a different role than I normally see him play, Sure, but, um, I still liked him in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And he was actually one of the reasons too, like with the director, um, I like Adam Scott so much from Parks and Rec and, uh, mm-hmm. a few other things that he's been in. Um, there's a few movies that I like of his too, but, um, yeah, uh, seeing he, he was in this and then, uh, Tony Collette is, uh, his wife, Sarah, uh, the mm-hmm. mom, and uh, I also just love her. Um, she was in The Way, Way Back. You know, she's the mom in that. Yes. And I, I liked her anyway. I've liked her for a lot of, a number mm-hmm. of years. But um, in The Way, Way Back, I think she's also just phenomenal. And yes. so when I saw they were in this, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm definitely buying it. Like, I, I know I'm going to love it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so both of them are, are great. And the movie is kind of, it's not a comedy, but it's 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 definitely has funny moments, like weird and yeah. funny moments, you know? Yeah. Um, and it plays to their abilities, I think, uh, as well. So, um, yeah. And then their son, uh, who's like kind of the main impetus for the whole thing, uh, is uh, MJ Anthony as Max. And I just want to point out his name is M-J-E-M-J-A-Y. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who I called the, the Kid Who Believes. Um, and he was in Chef. Uh, he was amazing in Chef. Did you ever see that? I don't remember talking no, about No, I that. haven't seen it. Oh, uh-uh. cool. Uh, it's uh, John Favreau. Um, it was uh, mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, he made the movie after he had had like a, um, a film misstep with uh, Cowboys versus Aliens, where oh, he was getting right. a lot of roles or a lot of directorial roles after that. And so he went back to his roots and did an independent film about a guy who is at the top of his game and like drops and has to like rebuild himself and everything. And it was a really cool movie. Mm-hmm. And that kid is phenomenal in that movie. Uh, he's pretty good in this, I thought. But uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, he's really good in Chef, um, and I'm I'm curious to see what else he's in. Um, he's also in, uh, as I wrote this, Bad Moms. Boo. Uh, oh my god! I don't, remember I don't, him see, I don't even remember. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> I, I blocked out most of that movie. But uh, yeah, he's in both of the the sequels as well, the Bad Moms Christmas. But um, I don't know even whose son he is. Yeah, I don't remember him being that at all. So um, he 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 is a number. Uh, uh, he is. Involved with those same actresses in that movie that are great in other things, but that movie is horrendous. It's garbage, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, and then his sister is played by Stefania Levy Owens uh, as Beth. Um, it's got David Ketchner as Howard, uh, who I called that the asshole brother-in-law. Uh, yes, and then very much. <laughs> his wife, Allison Tolman, as Linda, the surprise visit sister. Um, it's like the movie plays out that Adam Scott and Tony Collette are kind of like 
more well-to-do and their house is really like uh, as the aunt i'll get into in a second uh says mm-hmm. it's very like martha stewart-esque around their house and stuff uh it's like martha stewart threw up in here i think is how she words it um yeah. and then her sister comes and she's kind of more like they drive a hummer and they have a bunch of guns <laughs> and they're not well-to-do that's like kind of a plot point a little bit and uh, and all mm-hmm. that but uh david ketchner i thought was great in this role um I like him a lot, too. He shows up a lot of stuff, and he was funny at being the kind of uh, crass brother-in-law or whatever. Yeah. Um, Krista Stadler as Omi, their grandmother, I thought she was phenomenal. She doesn't. She speaks German most of the time, and I don't mm. know what she's doing, but uh, but I thought she was great at that, like, creepy sort of mystical old lady. Uh, yes. Fit that role yeah. really well. Um, and she looked familiar to me, but I don't know where she's from. I don't, she doesn't have a Wikipedia page, um, so that's usually how I get my info. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm curious to see what else she might be in. But uh, and then uh, Aunt Dorothy, the unbearable aunt, is the one that actually surprises <laughs> everybody. But her name is yeah. Conchetta Conchetta Farrell. Uh, I cannot see that name with that lady. Uh, nope. I don't know if they call her Connie. I could see yours a Connie. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what. I've never seen that name before I know, in my it's life. So weird. Looking at it here on the screen, it's it's strange. It's very strange. But uh, she was funny. Uh, she also it's, she's like one of those character actors you just see. I don't I, I don't know her name generally. I don't know where she's been in, but like I mm-hmm. recognized her on screen. You know, yeah, I did too. One of those yeah. things. But uh, but yeah, she's she was great. I thought uh, at being kind of also a crass kind of drunk. Uh, crazy aunt that comes along and hates everything and tells everybody about it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, constantly, <laughs> constantly, constantly yeah. just being a, a wet blanket yeah. on everything. But that's everybody. So uh, let's get yep. into this. Let's uh, let's uh, let's go spoiler free here for a second. And just kind of go sure. over the the plot of the movie, which is like you said, um, Adam Scott and Tony Collette and their son and daughter. They're hosting Christmas at their house, and um, Tony Collette's uh, sister and her husband. And their kids are coming over for Christmas, yeah. and they end up bringing um, their who's who's aunt? I guess their aunt Dorothy, the right? Girl, yeah, the the, 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 uh, the yeah the, two the sisters. sisters, yeah, yeah, their aunt. Um, I was a little bit confused as to who yeah. was related to who know, in yeah. this movie at first, yeah. uh, but eventually I, I uh, picked it up. Um, and then uh, also, uh, like you said, Adam Scott's mother is there, yeah, uh, who's the grandmother of Max, who's the the main character yeah. of this movie. Um, so they all get together, and I, I was a little bit confused by the the beginning where um, oh. where <laughs> Max was like he was getting beat up in slow motion uh, to that that Christmas song, which I liked. I thought it was yeah, it was a, a good use of like holiday music over like a violence and, and a bunch of people fighting in a supermarket. Yeah, because it starts off with, like Black Friday type looking yeah. thing where everybody's like yeah. trampling over each other in slow motion. I thought you would love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a it was, it was well done. Yeah, well done for sure. Um, and then um, I, at a certain point, Maxie has a set uh, a set uh, letter to Santa that he rips up and. Throws away outside. First of all, don't litter. What are, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sure you have a trash can Come in on, there. Come on, kid. Yeah. You're trash in and the then there's, <laughs> And then there's a, uh, a poltergeist-like storm that rolls yes. in when he does that. That was the one note that I wrote down. <laughs> that, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you, you said that, I too. I was so happy they used that effect. That was so cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, and then once that happens, uh, 
shit starts to go south and um, there's a, a major blizzard that shows up and all yeah. of these mysterious snowmen start being built in their front yard. Uh, they get trapped in their house and uh, the mysterious figure Krampus comes and terrorizes them. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the general plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, the, the, the thing I was confused about was I thought there was a certain point towards the beginning of the movie where um, Sarah, uh, the mom, was talking to Max about, uh, to him not believing that, that Santa is real mm-hmm. or something like that. Because I, I thought I heard him say, yeah, but they were too young to know, oh, you yeah. know, let them have, have their beliefs or whatever. So I was, I was a little bit confused as to whether he believed or mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I, think I know he, he had that letter to Santa, yeah. but... I think he was putting on a show. Okay. Yeah, that's that my I, interpretation of it, yeah. Okay, all right. So, um... So, yeah, after he tears that note up, he throws it outside because that's what you do with trash uh, <laughs> in 2015. Brent, Brent, what else would you do with that? I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, the I thought the, the movie, for the most part, was enjoyable. Um, I, I'm glad I rented it on iTunes yeah. instead of buying it because yeah. uh, I was like looking at comparing prices between Amazon, iTunes, mm-hmm. and with this movie's Anywhere app, you buy it one place, it shows up all the other places, you know. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's a good, good uh, way to compare prices. But um, I've, I feel like I've uh, I've seen it, and uh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Um, Amanda watched it last night with me. I, I had seen it alone last year, and she watched it with me last night. And she, I could tell she wasn't that into it. She was doing her puzzle still. Um, she's, <laughs> she's doing a Christmas vacation puzzle that I think my mom got for me or something like that the other year. Uh, but it's like the, the lit up house from Christmas vacation, which is fun. Uh, it's super hard, yeah. but anyway, she was, uh, doing her Christmas puzzle, kind of looking up at the movie and stuff and, and whatever. And, um, at the end of it, she was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like, what about this and this? And I was, I explained some things or like, we talked about some things and like 10 minutes later, she just stopped and she goes, you know, I thought about that movie. I don't like it. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I remember being disappointed by it last year. Um, when I say that it's uh, not as good as Trick or Treat, it's Trick or Treat. Um, imagine it's the same kind of idea with Halloween. So I feel that mm-hmm. this movie does a really good job, or he's trying to do a good job of bringing in some some kind of whimsical Christmas stuff that we've had in the past and um, some like old mythology and stuff and bringing that up to, to now, which is cool. Like an alternative demon Christmas, uh, David, demon yeah. Santa. And, um, it's kind of a cool idea. Um, and, and trick or treat, you can really feel his love for that genre, for the horror genre and Halloween specifically. Like you can feel like it's, it's like palpable. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, and it's, it's like a, the biggest fan you could imagine, like the biggest Iron Man fan making an Iron Man movie or whatever. This was the biggest Halloween fan mm-hmm. making a Halloween movie. And I feel like from this, like he was trying to do the same thing with Christmas and it, it's almost there. It just doesn't quite reach that level of like really clicking. Um, yeah. There's something missing about it. And there's a lot of elements that I personally like that I, I imagine like Amanda still wouldn't um, if the movie was a little bit better. But for some reason, it's just not fully there as a great execution. Um, so... Uh, I still like the director a whole lot, and I'm looking forward to whatever else he'll do. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wish this was a little bit better. I, I think I would watch it a lot more. There's just something missing. I can't even put my finger on it, really. So Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Yeah. Um, I was, um, after watching it, um, 
I was like, man, this this movie feels just a little bit off to me. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it, it seems like it it got to a certain point and then it uh, like my feelings on it changed yeah. for whatever reason. Um, but uh, maybe we can get into that uh, when we talk about spoilers. Sure. So should, do you want to go ahead and jump into yeah, it? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, this. so from this point forward, spoilers, ahoy. Oh. Avast you mateys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so uh, I think for me, um, for maybe why it changed is it, it started out as a horror movie, and then like towards the end, maybe the last mm, 15, 20 minutes, it turned into a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Um, because it, it was it was like all of this like horror stuff uh, mixed with some comedy, like you had mentioned, uh-huh. um, which kept it kind of fun. Um, and then the last yeah fifteen minutes or so, it's like about family and togetherness Sa- and yeah, <laughs> Sappy I'm not, yeah. Kind of I and then the, the way the movie kind of ends, um, it, it touches on those notes again. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, mm, it was all right. <laughs> like. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a, an SNL sketch. Like Mm. most of the time they start off like, okay. Then they just like, oh, and I guess we're done. (laughs) That's a very accurate way of saying how SNL sketches work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and done for time. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my biggest complaint about SNL all the time. Uh, So I think that's a great analogy to to kind of throw against this one. Uh, Yeah. That that didn't bother me, obviously, because I like the sappiness of Christmas. Like, that's fine. Um, And I I agree with that, though, that it's, um, it's, it almost... It definitely has plot points that are very Christmassy. Obviously, it's about, like, a letter he wrote to Santa, and he rips up, and that's why the Krampus comes and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, it felt like a horror movie for the most part uh, with Christmas mm-hmm. around it. Kind of like Die Hard was, like, an action movie with Christmas around it. But then it right. definitely gets more into that family and, like, what matters and whatever type of thing um, yeah. later on. So, yeah, I can see your – I can see your – for you for that. Um, that part didn't bother me as much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I get it. It was just the the tonal change for me, yeah. Um, especially once we finally see Krampus, and there at the end where like the big like climax where there's like <laughs> throwing people into like road volcanoes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the little kid's like, "I'm sorry," and then Krampus is like, yeah, "Whatever," yeah. and he just like tosses him in there. So, throws him in there. Uh, one thing that I love though is uh, the creature design. I love Krampus. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked phenomenal. Um, I like the big horns and stuff and the cloaks and the bells and all that. That is, uh, one of my notes here is, uh, Krampus, the most metal Santa, uh, <laughs> most metal version of Santa ever. So, uh, I, I thought he looked great. Like when he shows up at the very beginning where you see him land on the roof and yes. he's like jumping from rooftop to rooftop, you don't really see his face, but you've got the, the horns. Um, I think once it finally showed, especially at the the very end where you, uh, Max is talking to Krampus, mm-hmm. it's just like a, a mask with no oh, like changing yeah. features. Like the mouth just hangs open. To me, it just looked like Krampus was wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the eyes looked different. Like they might have moved, but otherwise the uh, I don't know. I, I was expecting like a like a, a beast type mm. face, but it was just like a, like a an old guy. Yeah, it's like an old guy with like he just had a deformed jaw. And like yeah. weird eyes, yeah. Um, yeah. There, so that was the only thing. My only complaint about Trick or Treat, um, there are some effects in it um, that I don't like, like pretty much at all. Like the, the design mm-hmm. of them, um, and it's because earlier on 
there are some other really good effects that I like. And so when that comes to that, I'm like, in that, in that movie, that I'm like, oof. But I've gotten used to it over the years. Now it's like, whatever. Like, I get that it's maybe right. Michael Doherty's idea in his head, you know? Uh, and same thing with this. Yeah, I think Krampus looks really cool. I, I forgot about that. I would totally agree, though. The face is leaving something to, to be desired for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of the, I can't remember what it was. Some of the other things, it might have been some of the, uh, oh, like the gingerbread cookies. Uh, the effects aren't that great, you know, with those. Um, they're okay, but I, it's like, it's a cheap movie. It was made for like $15 million. And so I can mm-hmm. at least give it to him for that, that it's yeah. uh, not maybe independent, but it's closer to that realm. And uh, they did what they had the money for. But uh, but yeah, I think some of the effects could be even better. But um, overall, I thought the Krampus, like, when you see him on the rooftop, he's it's fucking menacing and it's cool. Yeah, when you just it, see it his hoods is, yeah. and stuff, it's cool. Um, yep. and it, all his cloaks and his chains hanging around and stuff and it's, it's all really good design yeah and then it kind of really reveals that face and you're like a little underwhelmed yep <laughs> a little bit <laughs> it hurts it yeah it looks like he would have played in a 70s band or something like that <laughs> not, not, not a great look not a great design oh, but um, I actually like the gingerbread cookies um, the, for okay. whatever reason I, I thought they looked good and I've seen the um, the image of the the one gingerbread cookie like jumping forward where he's like on fire and he's got that sharpened oh, candy yeah. cane. I've seen that image before in like memes and oh, whatnot okay. and I, I never really knew where it came from but uh, it, oh, was, it was in this movie. Yeah. Um, also, there's a dog in this movie and I was like, oh no, what are they going to do to this <laughs> yeah. dog? Uh, but uh, the dog ends up being okay. Um, and what happens to the dog? Uh, what's everything is said and done? I think he chased that uh, um the Jack in the Box oh, yeah. monster down from the ceiling, and we don't see him at that point. But I think he he's there at the end oh. of the movie. Oh, I thought he died. Like after everything resets. I thought that that Jack in the Box thing ate him. He he might have, but okay. at the but end, where where when it resets. yeah, where reality okay. is reset. Which we, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that at the very end here. But I don't know what that was even supposed to mean, really. Um, yeah, the it, the ending kind of hurt this one to me because I I have. I'm, I have feelings about it, but uh, yeah, we did that okay. a little bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jack in the Box. Uh, I thought that effect mm-hmm. was fucking creepy. That was like out of it. It was. That was. That was. It nuts. was. Yeah. 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 But it, it still had kind of a cute design yeah. to it, you know, to where it still looked like a child's toy. Yeah, yeah. But it has that like <laughs> that jaw that opens up. Yeah. It reminded me of the uh, the vampires in uh, Blade Two. Yes, yeah. The jaw that uh-huh. unhinges or or Predator. Yeah, I liked this because. Mm-hmm. Um, his face, it's like um, one of those dolls that's like a porcelain face looking type thing or whatever. Where it's like yeah. just like one set mask, but then it, it like splits. But I like that the pieces of that exterior like like clown mask are like attached to his jaws. Um, right. I thought that was a cool design. I thought that was neat uh, for how it opened up and it was all creepy and stuff. And he had so many fucking teeth. I liked when after the Jack in the Box falls down from the ceiling from being chased by the dog... Um, the uh, he's like there and he's getting ready to get attacked by the family or whatever and then there's a loud noise and it cuts back to the jack in the box he's just oh yeah he's like <laughs> clapping his hands I'm like oh no oh no I love that part I thought that was a really good design or a really good uh, <laughs> moment or whatever uh, that so some of this uh, I, some of this movie I like and I, I specifically think Amanda didn't like it because I've had different experiences with, with movies growing up. Um, so I wondered if you've seen anything like these. So um, this had elements of the movie Labyrinth to me. Um, I've never never seen David that. David Bowie. Mm-hmm. So that movie um, has a lot of weird creatures in it that are um, they're like Jim Jim Henson um, like Muppet mm-hmm. type designs or whatever. But um, 
the elves in this reminded me of that, and uh, there's a movie called Legend uh, with Tom Cruise. <laughs> the Tom Cruise. Yes. Have you seen Legend? I, or do you know I, I've it? not seen the movie. I've seen the the design of Legend. Okay. <laughs> it looks fucking awesome. There's some really cool things in Legend, um, but there's like some elves and stuff in that, and uh, just I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, actually, either of those, Labyrinth or Legend, but there were elements of this movie that made me think that it was. This guy grew up, like, he's a Gen Xer, and, like, he grew up with those movies, and he's bringing some of that back to another movie, and I can really respect that, and I, I gravitated towards it. I liked it. Um, the When that when that uh, thing starts clapping, and the elves yeah. bust through the windows, um, and it's just, like, snows everywhere, and they're just, like, poking sticks. They're not really doing anything bad, and just, they won't talk. They're just mm-hmm. kind of giggling and stuff. It's, like, straight out of those two movies to me, and I was like, this is great. I'm totally on board with all of this. Uh, when they steal mm-hmm. the baby, it's like Labyrinth is all about um, the Goblin King stealing a baby and her having to go get it and stuff. So I was like, all of this just like fits to me. I'm down with it all. Um, yeah. So that was cool. But it, I thought without that context, I don't know that I would have liked it now because I it was another one of those things where I thought that he didn't quite – I liked it, but he, it could have been better. That was one of the moments that I was like, man, there's something missing here. Uh, but I respected mm-hmm. the, the overall idea of it. So did – I mean, if you haven't seen those movies, like, did you like the elves jumping through and stuff? Like, did you like that stuff? I, I, I like the elves for the most part. I liked a lot of the practical, um, like, characters uh, yeah. and whatnot. Um, I thought the, you know, saving the CGI for the gingerbread men mm-hmm. was was fine. Um, you're not going to find actors that small, you know? Because uh, so, Brandy's not so, an actress. She's not an yep. actress yet. Um, she, she's getting there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just kind of using CGI here and there to enhance little yeah. things, uh, I thought looked good. Um, I like that um, a lot of the, um, the practical effects they used for, uh, like, snow and whatnot, um, they, they might have used CGI for, like, some, like, exterior shots yeah. or whatever, but when, um, specifically when Adam Scott and uh, Dave Keckner are out, like, walking around outside after they're, uh, they, they get out of the, the giant-ass Hummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the snow sticks to, like, one side of their face, oh, which yeah. is how it would be when, when, you know, snow was coming in from an angle uh-huh. or whatever. Um, I like the attention to detail on that. And then, again, when they go back to the house because uh, Dave Keckner has been injured, uh, they come in, uh, their faces are, are kind of pale but red because yes. of the snow as well. They've got, like, one side of the face has the, the beard, mm-hmm. um, like, snow stuck in it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like the practical effects and a lot yeah. of the effort that was put into that. Um, you know, uh, just a few nitpicks, uh, mainly for the, the main character, Krampus, uh, the weird mask there. Yeah. But um, otherwise, for the most part, I, I thought it was really enjoyable yeah. to see all of those different designs and everything. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I'm glad you mentioned the, yeah, the practical effects because that's obviously something you and I both like. Oh my god! And the, the teddy, the teddy bear, oh, yeah. the teddy bear in this movie was so awesome. It, it was, uh, it was so like fucking creepy. Uh, that might have been my favorite character design in this whole, this whole yeah. film was that the the devil teddy yeah. bear. <laughs> oh man! And then the uh, the Christmas tree angel, how it had like that one like half closed eyelid. Oh, that thing was creepy. Like when they when they go up in the yes. attic and the, yeah, like. I don't know how strong these these creatures are, uh, but they they were really like struggling yeah. with with a lot of these uh, these things when they were getting attacked. That but. thing uh, made me think of something out of Toy Story that Sid would have made. He would have put together right. Like, <laughs> 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 the second I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is his Christmas tree ornament, man." Uh, yeah, yeah, he did this. <laughs> Uh, um, one yeah. w- one of my notes here is uh, from the beginning of the movie, um, which is where. Uh, 
one character is speaking English and the other character uh, is speaking a different language. Um, mm. I don't know if it's German or Dutch or yeah. uh, or what it is, but um, Adam Scott is speaking to his mother, um, who's a different or. A, a, I don't know. I don't know where she's from. I don't know. No, no clue. <laughs> know, yeah. Speaking a different language, but he's talking to her in English. She's responding in in like German or whatever. Then he's still continuing to speak to her in English. Yeah. Uh, and we get the subtitles for her, but it's it's weird when movies do that because I, I'm I don't know if it works that way in real life. It seems like they would just speak the same language <laughs> yeah. because Adam Adam Scott does it for like a sentence or two later in the movie, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's just something that stands out to me in uh, in movies. Um, yeah, when, when they they go back and forth like that. Um, I actually I could get with you on that. So is it is it something you didn't like or you just noticed or like what are you saying about that? It's just something I noticed. It it doesn't bother me okay. at okay. all. It, it saves me from having to read Adam Scott's subtitles. Yeah, there so, you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. Because I I thought it was weird as well. I noticed it. And I think it's it's almost. It's almost like it's calling attention to the fact that he's not speaking the language and she is, and it's like, why are they doing that? Like, yeah. I thought about it too, and it kind of took me out of the moment for the mo- for a second. But um, I like how they do. I like that the movie does it different ways, where like the the kid knows it, so he'll talk yeah. to her, and sometimes they'll have subtitles between them, and then sometimes she'll speak, and when there's not subtitles, I'm like, oh, cool, someone's going to explain it, and it's usually him. Yeah. Sometimes Adam Scott, uh, but I liked yeah. that it would like do different things. So sometimes you're reading, mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, the kid is explaining, and then eventually the grandmother, you know, tells the Krampus story in English, and uh, in English, the fucking yeah. aunt, she's like, "I knew it." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the uh, the that's what I liked about the flashback scene uh, is it was animated. Yeah, so yeah. it I, cool. I really like when they do uh, animation as flashbacks because it's. Um, uh, it's kind of a different flavor, uh-huh. uh, but it, you can still get the information across in a. In kind of a fun yeah. way, it changes it up a yeah, little bit, cool. I guess. Um, and I like the character designs there. Um, when she's talking about how, when she was younger, um, you know, Krampus visited her, visited her family, and he stole her parents or whatever. And you see the shadow of Krampus on her bedroom wall. And I thought, man, that looks fantastic. Oh yeah, that was cool. Like the, that the shadow. That I love the shadow. Yeah, that was neat. And they did like the eyes. <laughs> and then you, yeah, uh, he he winks yeah. at her. I'm like, what? Hold on, hold up. I was like. So it, <laughs> I was like, that's not how shadows work, but I think it's rad right. as fuck. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and um, that's when he, I guess, Krampus left her that Krampus bell yeah. uh, there as a reminder or whatever, which shows up at the end of the movie as well. But um, I love the animated scene. Yeah, I thought you would. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of animation anyway, so yeah. I thought it was really well done. Um, is there any animation in Trick or Treat? I was trying to think. There's not in the movie itself. There's stuff around it. Um, and then also... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I, w- I only read about it this morning on, on the Wikipedia, but I wish we would have known, but they have a, um, I guess a prequel to this uh, comic book that he also wrote. Oh. Um, that's like a companion piece. And he has some for Trick or Treat as well. Um, he also helped, um, they had some comic books around Superman Returns as well, I guess to bridge that gap or mm-hmm. something. And he was a part of that right. team. But um, I read that Michael Doherty is an artist um, and you can like look at some of his work on his website. So I don't know mm-hmm. um, if that's why, like I don't, not say he was a part of the animation for this, but I think that's why, like, he's an artist himself, and so he likes that kind of stuff. Um, okay. I wouldn't want to ruin some of my, my some of the parts of Trick or Treat. I'd like you just to watch it, but yeah, there's there's some artistic things. It's not like an animated scene like this, but um, but it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, I liked this part a lot too. It reminded me of. Um, did you watch the last two? I don't remember which one it was in. The last two Harry Potter movies, the Deathly Hallows. 
Uh, <laughs> I've seen the first seven Harry Potter movies, okay. not the, the, not eighth, the eighth one. Okay. <laughs> Did you yet. see the animation no. scene? Because that might have been in the eighth movie. I can't remember. It might is it the seventh or eighth? You would know. Um, it. I, I I think it's in the the seventh. Okay. Because um, I've. I remember seeing something like that where somebody's telling a story. Yeah, and it's like a yeah. it's like a cool animation style in that movie a lot. But it, this mm-hmm. reminded me of that. Like they reminded me of each other, I guess. Um, that I, I thought that was such a cool way to tell like an old school story, without. And it also reminds me of like Kill Bill. You know, he does that um, animated scene in there, and uh, I like I like the idea of it. I'm I'm totally on board with with more of those in movies. Uh, but I thought this one was really cool. I liked a lot of the the style of it as well, and. Uh, that Krampus bell too. Um, you can get a lot of these. Um, what is it? Funko, I think, made some of them or something like that. Some, somebody made like things you can get of them, but uh, you can buy that bell as well for like your tree. And uh, oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was a cool design for that thing. Old school. Yeah, it had a kind of a rustic. Yeah. Look to yeah. it. Yeah. Just kind of simple. Old old world ish. And uh, if that's the thing. I looked up and uh, it says the grandmother is speaking German, so. It is German. Yeah. Okay. So now we know. Now we know. Um, I could have just asked Andy Preller, but uh, <laughs> now I don't have to. Now hey, we know. Hey, bro, uh, can you go ahead and rent this movie? I need to know what she's speaking. <laughs> He's like, it says German right there. No, no, no. I need you to right? listen to it and tell me. <laughs> yeah, you do it. You do it. I don't want to do it. Um, so the probably the most real real world i have not been drinking alcohol today i, I promise, promise you tongue tied the most real world world <laughs> the most real life uh terror and sense of dread i had when watching this movie came again at the beginning of the movie where um sarah's sister and her brother-in-law and the kids show up uh and she does so by ringing the doorbell like a maniac and for <laughs> As a dog owner who's watching this movie at home, um, there's a severe sense of dread anytime I hear a doorbell in a commercial on a TV show or in a movie I'm watching at home. Um, (laughs) Our dogs, they like to freak out at at any doorbell. Uh, We've trained them over time to not freak out, but the doorbell ringing in this movie is so... <laughs> so constant for that whole scene. Like I had, I had my one dog, and his like his head popped up as the doorbell kept ringing, and I was like, "It's okay, it's okay, buddy." And so you know, I kind of put my arm around him to let him know it's okay. And then it stopped. The doorbell stops ringing, and then it comes back again. Ding, 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 ding. And it, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know how we made it through that scene without them freaking out. But by the time Tony Collette opens the door, I'm like, "Oh, thank God, it's uh, over." I don't know, man. Are I we? I feel like uh, your dogs they've kind of reached the final level. They've made it. <sighs> they made it. They're good boys. <laughs> you are the good boy. Uh, <laughs> well, I would say uh, I, I could go on a bit much bigger rant than this, but one of my biggest pet peeves in movies is when phones are ringing, uh, <laughs> okay. like constantly. Um, yep. Uh, it's whenever it's any time like it's, for whatever reason like when a phone keeps ringing it just drives me crazy uh, in the movie if it's like people like trying to get the key in the door and they can hear the phone ringing and it just rings throughout the entire scene and they yeah. finally get to it that annoys me but even more so when it's ringing and it's like for whatever reason their character doesn't want to answer the phone and they're just looking at it and it's just ringing the entire scene and yeah. it gets like it, my eyeballs vibrate I get so angry <laughs> <laughs> I get so mad about it. Like, I'm just like, answer the phone! <laughs> I can't take it. You just like run up to the screen and try to grab the yeah. phone yourself. 
So I'm with you on that. Even though not, not even for dogs, uh, <laughs> the annoyingness, incessantly like just noisy things in a movie drive me crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, on the, the opposite side of that, something that I liked um, was Toni Collette. Uh, I don't know if she's a chef in this movie or what, but she makes this, mm. uh, looks like a delicious Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, and she goes in the kitchen to get some dessert, and lo and behold, it's creme brulee. Uh, creme brulee is my all-time favorite dessert. Is it uh, really? It is. That's awesome. Uh, and I, I just had it, like, for the first time a few years ago. Oh, cool. My wife and I went to a restaurant, I tried it, and uh, I've not looked back since. Yeah, right on. Uh, it's so good. So when I saw her, like, putting all their creme brulees together, I was like, this movie is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, Got it. And it yeah. looked great, too. It, oh, my God, it yeah. looked so good. I, uh, I that's funny. <laughs> when I was watching that scene, I was like, I wonder what happened to those after they made them for this. <laughs> did, did somebody get to eat them? Did they get to take I, them I home? I like, go what? to waste. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Amanda and I this year were talking, you know, we do a lot of the Christmas cookies and stuff I was talking about earlier, but um, we were talking about randomly doing uh, creme brulee for Christmas this year. So there mm. you go. Uh, I thought that You've was... got my address? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and <laughs> so, throw it so, in the mail. Yeah. I'm sure it'll last... <laughs> Whatever, be fine. How many days it fine. takes to get there? I'm totally fine. It'll be fine. Uh, no. But yeah, I thought that was great um, that she did that because I was like, when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, cool. We talked about doing it for the Christmas, but I thought it was, just, I, I'm sure somebody does it, but I hadn't heard of it. I just thought it'd be cool. Yeah. And then uh, when she does it, I was like, there you go. <laughs> Didn't know that about you, so. Nope. Uh, just, just a couple minutes later in the movie, um, Max, uh, he gets in a fight with his cousins and he exclaims, I hate Christmas, I hate all of you. And at that point, I turned to my wife and I said, am I in this movie? Is this, is this me? Is this my representation? <laughs> this is my biography. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, that's probably my favorite line of the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought overall because, uh, you could get behind that. Yeah, you could get yeah. behind the idea of like the kid who hates Christmas. Uh, yeah. like, and like someone coming out there and being like, cool, I'm going to fuck everything up. I'm going <laughs> to kill know, them all. It, in the past, you've talked about wanting to go back and do edits of movies. Um, like on oh. Superbad, you, you'd have your own separate edit for yeah. yourself, from splicing jokes from the unrated oh. and then the, the R-rated cuts. Um, I like to do that with certain properties, like um, the uh, the old animated Grinch like mm-hmm. cartoon. Uh, I like to just like stop it <laughs> after the Grinch steals everything and just be like, okay, he he did it. He took Christmas away from these people. Um, I like to I like to stop. Krampus, after uh, Max exclaims that he hates Christmas and all of his family, uh, just be like, okay, well, that was a good movie. <laughs> that was a good, uh, that was a tight 24-minute movie, um, and uh, I liked it. Well, I want to get into that because I think we get, we're getting close to the end anyway. We can talk about the ending, but uh, for The Grinch, yeah. I wanted to point out that somebody tweeted the other day I saw. They were like, I just want to point out The Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He hated people. And I can respect that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, point. I could totally respect that. I hate people. That is true. Yeah, because he, he hated people and he took the one thing they loved away from them. Exactly. So, it's like, yeah. I was like, I need to go watch this now and see if there's more to that. But it's been a while. But I was like, yeah, he didn't really hate Christmas. He hated that they liked Christmas and he hated yes. them. That's perfect. Like, I was like, that makes total sense. It's so yeah, much he, because if. He, if if he if the Grinch hated Christmas, he would not have dressed up as Santa. There you go. Because you, know? you would so, never do that, right? No, no. Would you, no, would you no. dress up like Krampus? Weird mask and all? <laughs> I might. If, if it gets the point across, I might have to do it. I would love that. Like uh, Amanda's dad a few years ago was asked by their neighbors to dress up like Santa Claus and come to their house for their little kids. And uh-huh. uh, 
and he did it and it was it was like a been a joke for our family because he's mm. not over like hugely like santa claus overweight and all that yeah. stuff and it, it just i can't even really imagine what it looks like it'd be really funny but i imagine uh, i hope years from now someone asks you to dress up like santa claus and you're like cool and you show up like krampus and just <laughs> you walk into their house with those huge horns and you have to duck down like he does <laughs> I, have, I have a chain with the gingerbread man on it you just open the door snow blowing all around you just toss in one of those bells yeah <laughs> it'd be amazing yeah it, it would be good yeah. yeah just roll it across the floor uh, and the kids would be terrified for life and yeah. a scar that'd be amazing and a ptsd but you know what those fucking kids would be in line <laughs> that's right they would get the shit together year round that could be part of the app if the kids get to a certain level they get a krampus visit yeah. And someone goes out in a costume <laughs> <laughs> to put it back in line. <laughs> it's all coming together, man. It's all coming together. It's like a, it's like a, um, a meter where, like, on the left side, it's, like, Santa in the middle. Ooh, it's I like that. coal. In the middle, it's coal. <laughs> and then, like, all the way to the right is Krampus. Yeah. So, you, so you've got the, the, the little dial that, that can go back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that in the app. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, final thoughts and then uh, ending in the movie or whatever, ending and then final thoughts. Um, wh- one other thing I wanted to point out before we get sure. to the ending is um, one of my pet peeves in movies, uh, you were talking about the phone, yeah. is uh, how nail guns work in oh, movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the, there's a safety on nail yeah. guns um, <laughs> to prevent them from being able to be fired across the room at somebody. And even if they were, they would they would not have enough thrust to like exactly hit, to, to puncture somebody's like skin or to go you know, the, all the way across the room or whatever the you know? cutting board that he held up <laughs> yes. they like went straight <laughs> through yeah like that would happen yeah. effortless yeah um but uh yeah my the only reason i know this i'm not handy at all but when i was younger my dad had a nail gun mm. i was like oh i bet that's cool you can like fire a nail across the the yard or whatever <laughs> he's like well let's try it and he did it and he's like no no you dumb kid there's a safety on here it's like all right all right that's not how that's not how life works that's all I'm, right i'm glad you brought that Fair up because that's one of my big uh, pet peeves in movies as well every time that happens oh, well, good. Because uh, at least the one that I've used, because uh, I, I have a set of them, but um, they have like a little um, safety like on the tip of the nail itself. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, you it have to has to be it. like pressed. Yeah. yeah. And even then I, I thought like, well, maybe you could like hold that back. Uh, I've never tried it, honestly, to like hold it and like shoot one. But I don't think they would mm-hmm. have, yeah, like the thrust, uh, the velocity to, to really do any jam- damage, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, when this happened in this one, I, I kind of groaned the same, <laughs> the same way. Like I was just kind of like, ah. Oh. Well, okay. It doesn't work that way, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's what we're doing. Yeah. It's like if you were watching a movie and there was uh, some type of outbreak in a hospital and people were attacking each other and somebody picked up a syringe and yeah. they like open up the syringe and then they hit the plunger and the needle from the syringe goes and flies <laughs> across the room. Not how, not, not how it works at all. No. <laughs> not, even, not even close, guys. That was great. Um, but uh, yeah, for the, for the ending of the movie... Um, do we want to just say yeah. what happens? I think? Okay. It. So the the end of the movie, uh, Max confronts Krampus, who's taking all of his family. I thought they were all dead at this point. I liked but how I, they all died too. They're all going through the snow and that whatever is in, on the bottom. I don't know if it's that uh, Jack in the Box thing or whatever, or if it was something else. Uh, I thought it was Bugs Bunny. I just oh. assumed it was Bugs Bunny. Wow, I didn't realize, but yeah, that makes total sense. Crossover. Crossover. <laughs> there, there, there's nothing there that says it isn't Bugs yeah, Bunny. There you go. There, you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, a secret. It's like more animated scene. Bugs Bunny's just yeah. off in the corner. They just cut. They just crop him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of Krampus' um, team. Okay, so so 
so did his his family die then? Because I wasn't sure well, if they died and they were like, like yeah, they they died, quote unquote, or whatever. Uh, I took it as that they died. Uh, okay, I'm not sure what it's yeah what it's all supposed to mean, but uh, okay. I like that how how it happens and they all like one by one get taken around him. Yeah, I thought that was creepy. But but it all happened so fast. Yes. Like Adam Scott goes, and then like uh, the his sister in law goes, and then Tony Collette goes, yeah. and like it all it all happens. Uh, in rapid succession yeah. and then uh, Max he's like fuck this shit he practically puts on a Rambo like bandana <laughs> around his head like Gizmo and Gremlins yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, he confronts Krampus and it looks like he's got um, uh, one of his cousins that he's gonna throw in the well first of all he makes a, a v- volcano pit yeah. out of the street yep. and um, he's standing at the top of it. Max goes up there, and he's like, don't do this. And then he's like, LOL, bro. And he throws <laughs> like his cousin in there, and uh, he pleads with him a little bit. Um, and I, I assume that the rest of his family was, like, captured somewhere, and they were going to be thrown in next, but mm-hmm. I guess they were already dead. Do you know? Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I, I took it to be that they were taken another way, I guess. Okay. Uh, instead of the, the volcano pit in the street. But that's, yeah, okay. I don't know, yeah. Maybe they were just just eaten right away or whatever. Maybe just eaten, exactly, yeah. Yeah. They'll be so that he, pooped so out of that jack-in-the-box. <laughs> <laughs> How does he go to the bathroom? I don't it's know. so weird. I don't it. It's gross. <laughs> um, the, so I, I guess Krampus was just like, and for this one, for his cousin, I'm going to do something special. <laughs> Road <Yeah>. volcano. <laughs> I guess so. so. I mean, it looks cool. So, yeah, I it's mean, like it looked a, awesome. It's like a pagan ritual looks like <laughs> yeah. all the elves and stuff running around so so max is pleading with krampus hey don't do this i'm sorry uh you know i, I take it all back and krampus he his like dead face mask is just looking at yeah. max and he picks him up by the head it looks super fake when he's dragging him around over yeah. the volcano pit but um max says i'm sorry again and he just drops him and uh the screen fades to white and then max wakes up and everything's back to normal, or how it was. Yeah. And he goes uh, goes into the living room. All of his family's there. Everybody's uh, safe and healthy. And, and they're all, like, joking around. Like, they're all, like, having a good time, which they yeah. weren't before. Yeah, I think that plays a part yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the grandmother gives Max a present. He opens it up, and it's a Krampus bell. And I was... I don't know what happened there. I can't tell yeah. if... If Max was, if he was remembering it just by himself, and it seems like he already knew, mm-hmm. and then as everybody else saw the Krampus yeah. spell, they were remembering as well. Yeah, is that what you got? That's how I got it. Yeah, they all, and I like, I liked how it played out. I'm just confused by it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they, they acted it well, where they're all kind of looking around, and it's, it's almost like a really like surreal moment where you don't yeah. know, like, are they remembering it? Are they all just like fake people? That's like an option I threw out in my head. That they mm-hmm. were like, not a computer program, but something like they were fake, and that they're all gonna make believe that it's real, but it's not, and they're all kind of like, yeah. oh, he knows, like the bell's real, so he knows this happened. Yeah, yeah I kind of got different different ways. I'm not really sure where I landed. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> what happened, but uh, at that point, the movie was over, and it was a it was a pretty quick hour and a half ish. Well, it, it zooms out, right? Does Did it? you get that? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's right. Because there's an alternate ending. Yeah. I want to make sure that I don't know if you saw the alternate ending as well. 
I watched that no, one. Uh-uh. Uh, it's just no, slightly I... different. So this one like zooms out and it's like outside their window in their house. And then it does like a weird like bubble glass effect. And mm-hmm. they're inside of a, like a, a snow globe uh, yeah. amongst a bunch of snow globes that Krampus like sets down and then walks away. And it's like in his cabin or whatever. And there's like tons of them everywhere. So it's like this has happened before and that they're just mm-hmm. like living in their house in the snow globe, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if that was uh, legitimate. I thought it was just like a uh, um, a way for him, like a <laughs> kind of like a nanny cam. Like that's his nanny <laughs> yeah. cam. It's the the snow globes. Yeah. That's how he keeps an eye on all of these people. Like so, they're in their um, house. He did, it's yeah. almost like a, he gave him a lesson, and he yeah. used the bell to remember that or whatever. But but yeah. his he he pulled it up on this on Santa app, and he was like <laughs> the, the needle went the other way. You know? Yeah. Did you call it yeah. Santa app? Yeah. I like that. Just yeah. flows. Santap. Santap. Uh, Trademark. Restricted. <laughs> uh, Copyright. Yeah, it, it, I think it's really confusing to me because we already got the story from Omi, the grandmother, uh, about the Krampus visit from when she was a kid where her parents did die and they were gone. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, that doesn't fit with this. Um, and I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Uh, the alternate version, I expected to be like it would remove that whole plot line or something. Like it would be totally different. But actually all it was was he gets the bell and he nobody notices. Like his family doesn't all look around like they're remembering it. He just looks up at Omi and she like not like winks at him but like smirks at him or whatever. Like they both know. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they move on. And it's like – and at the snow globe – well, it starts to pan back out just like that. It doesn't mm-hmm. show that because the effects aren't finished. But I assume the same ending is there. Um, otherwise, it would just end right there without the snow globe thing, I guess. So it's just like he mm-hmm. and Omi knew, and then it just like goes out that window, and then I guess goes to credits, which I think I would have liked maybe better without the snow globe. Yeah, thing. I think so too. Yeah, it was cool, but it's like it reminds me of like Men in Black. Um, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> the where Marvels? we're all in a giant marble, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which was funny for that movie. But like this one is a little, I don't know. It just doesn't fit as well to me. But uh, I, I, I would almost prefer this movie to be completely dark. I think I, I would absolutely prefer. Omi's, yeah. Omi's family died because she did that. I would have loved for all of this. To, like they try to escape and they try to make it and they all die around him. And he goes to confront Krampus. And Krampus is just like, here's a bell and fucking disappears. And that kid is in the middle yeah. of the street and the storm clears up and his family's all dead. I would have been totally cool with that movie. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought the movie was going to end after um, all of his family died when he was in the uh, the snowplow. Yes, and and it cuts to black. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was uh, it. He's on his own. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna die this blizzard yeah. alone. Yeah, uh, but no, it, it continues on. Yeah, because they spent money on on the uh, road volcano. There, they yeah, had to, we got to use it. <laughs> it was already designed. We gotta, have to use it. Yeah, it actually kind of reminds me. I don't want to spoil the ending, but parts of this remind me of the ending. Um, Oh shit! Now I'm losing what it's called. There's an 80- Wizard of Oz. <laughs> there's an <laughs> there's a an '80s movie called Time Bandits. Have you ever seen Time Bandits? <laughs> Time Bandits. Do you remember that? Uh, is it Jean Claude Van Damme? Oh no 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 no! That's Time Cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. This is like a Terry Gilliam movie uh, of like Monty okay. Python. Um, it's like a, a bunch of guys – I don't know. What, it's been a long, long time since I've seen that. So uh, there's like a kid involved and he wishes his family weren't there and they go on these adventures. But it's like otherworldly, other like um, 
they go to like other dimensions or something like that. But at the end, there's a similar feeling of like things are ending, but it's what's happening, whatever. But it plays out really, really authentically. And again, I think this is like an 80s movie that he grew up with that he might have been trying to um, mimic a little bit, but he doesn't quite get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of another one, I guess, as well is what I'm saying. But um, I, yeah, I, I didn't like how the ending played out. It, it definitely affects how I feel in the movie. It just it all feels kind of like it was okay. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. Especially since the ending is the most recent, yeah, experience you have with this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, if the the ending doesn't land, you're just like, oh, well, not so great. Like, like if it, <laughs> if if the the if it would have played in reverse, like if it would have just started out kind of kind of okay and then like gotten better, yeah, um, it would have it would have felt different. Yeah, yeah. But you can go yeah. back and like forgive the okayness because you realize how it's going to end, but. It yeah. definitely hurts it whenever you end and you're like, like there's been shows and uh, books and stuff that I've read or whatever too that I'm like really into it. And then it gets to the end or it gets to like another book in the series and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Now I can't read this again. <laughs> now I can't watch this again because I've ruined everything. Like there are definitely things like that for me. So, and it can be, can be the other way as well. Yeah. Um, now on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's, let's talk about the, the budget. You said it was uh, yeah. 15 million to make. Uh-huh. And, uh, and made forty two point seven, so that's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, More than double its uh, its budget. Yeah. So, and I, I saw something on Wikipedia about it that they said that they thought they would do better. Um, it was partly what they went against, but um, I guess either they did an embargo or they weren't releasing critics re- critics reviews before it came out, and um, the critics were overall favorable for it. So. Um, some people thought they maybe could could have gotten a lot a little bit more, but I think overall, honestly, for this type of movie, I think that was really respectable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know many people that ever heard of this movie. I've never talked about this movie with anybody else. <laughs> yeah. So, forty two point seven on a fifteen million dollar budget is pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then the Rotten Tomatoes score uh, is sixty five percent. Yep. And then the average rating is five point nine out of ten. Yeah. What do you think about that? that I rating? think it's pretty good. Um, for one, I was going to note that we usually just do the percentage, and uh, I'm going to try to start listing the average rating as well because that's how Rotten okay. Tomatoes should really be used. Um, like the percentage is just how many of them said it was, you know, good other than bad, and then yeah. the actual rating. So this one I thought was funny because they were actually about the same spot, um, you know, mid 60s for the percentage, and then late fives for uh, for the rating. Um, I would probably give this a five for me. Um, okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's it's middle of the road. I I'm disappointed that I bought it because I don't really want to watch it every year. <laughs> um, I this year I was hoping that maybe a second time, the second year, I'd be like, yeah, this would be great. And it really didn't yeah. hit the spot. So um, yeah. it's not going to be my my holiday rotation all the time. I don't think maybe every, every couple of years, every few years, I might hit it up again. But yeah. I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way to watch it. Yeah, um, I'd probably bump it up to uh, an even six. Yeah. out of 10 um i liked it more than i disliked it i think but mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where i don't feel like i need to see it again necessarily yeah um, might be something that's fun to revisit potentially yeah um but i don't know we'll we'll see yeah i don't think you're probably gonna do it probably not <laughs> probably not uh, i own it, like, so i might as well but you're not gonna <laughs> rent it again so no no i mean it, if it shows up on like netflix or something like that yeah. one year um there's nothing else on uh, because that's the only movie on netflix because that's the way things are going um <laughs> yeah might might try it but. yeah yeah um i did want to say because sometimes i think the site consensus on rotten tomatoes are, are really phenomenal 
um, after I've seen a movie, and I'm like, wow, that just really sums it up. And I don't know who mm-hmm. writes those, um, but they are really pretty good. Um, so I thought this one was pretty accurate for what I thought. Is uh, Krampus is gory good fun for fans of non-traditional holiday horror with a fondness for Joe Dante's B-movie classics, even if it doesn't have quite the savage bite it concept calls, calls for. Uh, so Joe Dante did Gremlins. Um, so that's kind of what they're referencing. And mm-hmm. this is no Gremlins, for sure. You know? Oh, no. no. Um, and it, I, I agree with that. It's a Joe Dante type of movie. He did a lot of stuff in that era, uh, kind of like that. And I like him a lot. But uh, this one doesn't quite reach those levels. So It's funny that you mentioned Gremlins because there's a point in the movie where you hear some like weird little like giggling like uh-huh. of some, some creatures. And my wife looked over at me and she goes, that sounds like Gremlins. I'm like, I know. <laughs> He's probably doing the same kind of thing, yeah, with that. Yeah, um, yeah. Try to bring it in, so. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we've got on Krampus. Yep. Right? Okay. So let's... Uh, Oh, before we get into stuff we like, uh, audience, I want to ask you if you've seen or heard of this movie, um, what do you think of Krampus? Um, Let us know on Twitter or uh, Instagram or via email, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll we'll, uh, discuss it on the air. Yep. Against your will. So so let's move on to stuff we like, which we haven't done for a little while uh, outside of uh, the Thanksgiving episode, but um, Stephen, we'll let let you start. Cool. Um, so I wanted uh, to definitely talk about something because I've been watching this, um, I guess I started it last night, maybe two nights ago. Um, mm-hmm. There's a show that I had heard about recently that was supposed to be really good, and it just came out on Netflix on December 1st, and it is called Dark, mm-hmm. and it's a German show. Um, I had heard of it, and I'm, I'm going to say this with a caveat because um, I had heard of it in a certain way, but I don't want to mention it that way because I think it kind of ruins the experience, but... Um, if you like Stranger Things, you will probably like this show. I think it's a disservice to compare them to each other. Um, okay. They have similar premises, but they are nothing like each other at all. Okay. And um, when I heard about it, I heard about it as like, oh, this is like Stranger Things. And so um, I went in it pretty blind. I didn't watch any trailers. Um, I just started the episodes. I didn't read much about it um, in depth. I just kind of knew about it. But uh, it's really cool. Um, it's about... Um, it's a, so it's a German produced thing. I wanted to first say that when it started, um, it started with, um, dubbing in English, which I don't like, but I know that a lot of people don't like subtitles. I prefer something in in its original language and to read subtitles. Um, that doesn't bother me in the least. And I prefer the cadence of their normal, um, voices. Like whenever the dubbing is on there, it really, really throws me off. It's really hard for me to watch it. Um, I just look at their mouths pretty much the entire time. So, um, so if you don't like it, like if you, if you like it either way on Netflix, they give you all the options. You can just listen to it in okay. English, um, and they have new actors for it, or you can uh, do it in German or whatever and and read it uh, how I did it. So that's cool. But um, the premise is um, there's it's 2019, and there's a kid who goes missing, like a teenager. And you get little snippets about what might be happening to him, but pretty much people just don't know where he's gone, so um, they're looking for him. And then another kid goes missing, and they keep talking about a time 33 years ago in the 80s, in 1986, that a similar thing happened where a kid disappeared, and there's some some um, similar instances of um, circum- I guess similar circumstances around it. And it, so it kind of plays out in a way like it does, 
uh, the movie, okay. where it's like every 30 years something happens in this town and they don't really know what it is, but some people notice it and some people don't. Um, so there's that kind of effect, but um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that um, it, it takes place in both timelines, um, and there's some okay. really interesting ways that they go about that, but um, what's phenomenal about it is there is a complete cast, basically, for each timeline that match each other, so they have like a teenager version and like a 45-year-old version, and then they'll, awesome. have, they'll have like a 45-year-old in 1986 who's like in their 70s, and they'll, at different points in the show, to like keep you on track of like who's who, they'll do a split screen and show you things that happened in the past and things that happened in the future, at least for like that person, so you're like, oh, that happened with that person, oh my god, and it's like back and forth and stuff, and uh, so it's like this mystery, um, there's like psychological, not psychological, there's um, uh, like sci-fi effects to it, like some of the mm-hmm. plot and stuff. Um, it's definitely not like Stranger Things in the terms of like, um, this one's a little bit darker, which makes sense for the title. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, there's like 10 episodes, I think. There's, I'm like on episode six, I think I just finished. So um, I'll really let people know if I recommend it, I guess, after it's over. Um, I really need that ending first. But uh, so far, it is really uh, addictive. And uh, awesome. I really, really liked it a lot. And uh, I would... I would say hesitantly, people should check it out uh, if you want to now. But I will give my full review next week um, about my recommendation and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's been pretty pretty fun ride so far, and I've really really dug it. How long are the episodes? Are they closer to an hour? Yeah, about the like other ones, um, forty five okay. to an hour, I think. So not too okay. too much to get into. My only complaint is is that there are so many characters that it's been sometimes it's hard for me to keep track of who's who. Um, I've gotten better about it as I go through the episodes and you see them more and more, but, um, sure. they do a good job of still like I, an episode three is when they first do like the split screen. And then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I'm clicking everybody together. Um, but then an episode five, before I watched that one, I had taken a break and I went back to watch the end of episode three so I could see that again and like get people in my mind. And then they did it again in episode five where they like showed the split screen. And so I was like, they're okay. really doing a good job of doing that. That's my only complaint is it's just such a big cast that I was losing track, yeah. but uh, they do a good job of trying to keep you on on track. So, oh well, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I saw that on the uh, the Netflix app last night, and I thought, oh, this looks like something I would like to watch. Yeah, I don't I don't want to start this and uh, end up staying up all night um, <laughs> yeah. to to watch all of that. But uh, yeah, I kind of wondered. I I didn't recognize any of the actors' names, no. and I saw that uh, several of them have umlauts uh, over. Mm-hmm various vowels i thought oh okay so <laughs> yeah. this is gonna take some reading and i'm yeah. way too tired to to do that but um but yeah i'm 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 excited to hear that it's that it's good i was yeah. i was hoping that it was so far i really like it yeah well awesome um for stuff we like for me i'm gonna recommend a documentary on hulu oh, okay. uh called called batman and bill and this is uh, a movie I've been wanting to watch for a while, um, and I finally had some time over the weekend to check it out, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, cool. So the the premise of the movie is uh, Batman, as a character, was created by Bob Kane. A lot of people, whenever they go see a Batman movie or they pick up a Batman comic book um, or you know anything related to that, a Batman cartoon, it will always have a credit in there that Batman created by Bob Kane, um, which is only half true. Mm. So uh, Bob Kane was the cartoonist who uh, drew a lot of early Batman stories, but back in the day they didn't have credits for comics like they do now where mm. every little like detail is credited out. Um, 
So anytime a comic was published, it would say Batman created by Bob Kane, even though he wouldn't necessarily write or create the concepts therein. So this this movie explores Batman's other co-creator, which is Bill Finger. Mm-hmm. Who's the, uh, the the bill in the title? Um, bill uh, helped co-create, um, you know, just a, a couple of, of little things about Batman. Um, you might have heard of like, um, uh, well, his, his costume design, Batman's costume mm-hmm. design. Um, you know, a Robin, Catwoman, Penguin, mm-hmm. uh, Joker, Riddler. Um, helped design uh, the Batcave and Batmobile. Um, he pretty much uh, was there from the beginning and, yeah. <laughs> and made everything that people <laughs> recognize about Batman part of Batman's legacy. He created Gotham City. He uh, defined Batman's origin. Um, he didn't didn't really have one before. Um, and if you see the original Batman costume, it's just a, a blonde guy with a domino mask in a, <laughs> and, and red tights with, like, giant... Uh, like stiff wings that come out the side of it. Yeah. Um, and really it, 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 it just looks super generic. Yeah. So Bill Finger said, well, if you want them to be scary, change the color scheme, make them darker. So he changed it to gray and they changed the wings into a, a scalloped cape and they <laughs> gave him a cowl and put the ears on there. But this guy never, he never got credit. Yeah. And um, he, he died like in the like seventies, I think hmm. maybe the eighties. And he never received any credit, like, during his lifetime. He, he tried to get back with DC Comics to get some royalties, but because of the contracts back then, they wouldn't, wouldn't allow him to be a co-creator. And then Bob Kane was being a, a shit-ass about it, and he <laughs> said, no, no, it's, it's all me. Damn. But um, this movie, it, it, definitely. Um, and the documentarian, he you know, goes through and he researches all of the stuff and finds out some new information, uh, tracks down some uh, long-lost family members and all of this stuff and works towards getting him a credit. And just as a spoiler, uh, he eventually does. Because if you picked up a Batman comic today, you'd see Batman uh, created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger on there. So it's it's one of these things where uh, this, this guy and a couple family members fought this big corporation and they won yeah so that's awesome. it's 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 a score for the little guy so that, that sounds fascinating to watch it it, it was incredible yeah. i was i was riveted the whole time awesome um there there's some a, a couple of flaws with the documentary like i've heard somebody mention that the documentarian he focuses maybe on himself a little too much which is a fair point but um it, it wasn't anything that held the movie back for me yeah um, it's kind of brief things here and there. Okay. So uh, definitely worth checking out if you've got Hulu and uh, want to watch a good documentary. Yeah, right on. Um, I just want to point out that uh, had his nickname gone a different way, his nickname could be Willy Finger. <laughs> and I'll leave that there. Or Willy Not. <laughs> nice. Um, so we don't we don't know what we're going to discuss next week. Probably something else uh, holiday related, or at least we'll we'll um, we'll we'll definitely talk about uh, why we think Christmas is uh, great or terrible uh, yeah. again. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that at the very <laughs> least. So that'll be Christmassy. But for the the main subject, we don't have anything picked out yet. Um, I know the the following weekend we'll, we will uh, we'll talk about Star Wars. Yes, uh, oh, maybe you've heard of it. 
<laughs> I'm so excited. I've been talking to my friends at work about it. We all have our tickets and stuff. And uh, I can't believe it's so soon now. Like I, It's like it felt so long. Uh-huh. For so long that now that it's here, I like I just like I had to convince my brain it wasn't ever going to happen, and now I'm like, oh, cool, it's here, <laughs> just around the corner, yeah. just around the corner. <laughs> it's so close. That's cool though. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped to to have that discussion as well. So that'd be fun. Me too. Yeah. We'll see I'm what next week to holds though. So, um, maybe we'll talk about uh, any menus that people send us. Maybe, um, and if they Intent. want to send us. <laughs> if they want to send us a menu, Stephen, where can they do so? They can send it to uh, let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you want to also send a menu to us on Twitter or Instagram, follow us at LTAS Pod. And if you would, go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever your podcast uh, player of choice might be. And you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And I believe that is it for now. So until next time. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. Let's talk later. Let's talk. Okay. Brent. Bye. We need to talk. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Let's do... uh, Demon Santa in three. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, one, two, three. Demon, Demon Santa. Santa. Yeah, there was only like one thing that like popped out of me that I was like, I need to write that down. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to go find that again. But did I freeze? Okay. Uh, it did there for a second, but I think I I, I caught what you were saying. You were just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. You can't hear me? I can't hear you for some Weird. reason. One sec. There I hear something. Nope. What was that? Was that a condor? There's <laughs> a kid on a balcony. <laughs> Hopefully that'll work. Yeah, that was uh, so weird because I had switched the volume and all of a sudden that sound happened. And yeah, <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> it was a little kid. Uh, okay. You know, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like usual. <laughs> Every time I'm just like, I'm going to look up and see the kid falling off a balcony. That's what this, I, I, every time I hear a scream or whatever, I just like assume the worst. And, and it's yeah. usually just a kid being a kid. And they're just like, I'm just running around, whatever. And that's what she yeah. was doing. But that's okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so we're back. That kind of makes me think I saw someone on, on Reddit, I think the other day, who uh, posted, is there a vacuuming? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that immediately, did you? <laughs> it revved right up. Um. <laughs> <laughs>